Yeah, I think every yeah, everybody sounds good so far. Sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I think we all sound to be about the same level from what I can all tell right. in the headphones. Okay. Do you sound like Droopy Dog still? It hurts my ears when you laugh. Damn. May leaves for one day and there's just trash bags in the living room. Unbelievable, John. It's because I cleaned up the styrofoam (laughs) from the TV that were piled in the corner. It's just in here covered in Cheeto dust playing Switch. I I don't give a shit what anyone thinks. Classic job. She's gone for one day and just the whole house in clothes. Actually, I I don't think I've been here one time where May's gone where there hasn't been a trash bag. (laughs) To the right of the TV. There is no perishable goods in the trash bag. <laughs> it's all cardboard and siren. So that, who cares? It's just boxes. Brian, there's usually a trash bag sitting on the floor of the living room and another trash bag sitting on the couch. It's starting to look like my living room. I'm starting to... <laughs> yes, Your... but between the three of us, I'm the biggest dirtbag. <laughs> I mean, have you been to his apartment recently? Not recently. I mean... It is amazing. Has they, it really turned around? One hundred percent not. That's, that's why they're. That's why we're getting the boot from it because uh, the building's a okay and doesn't need to be shut down. Yeah, they have yeah, to shut the, down the uh, stupid. The tenants have been condemned. The building <laughs> is okay. I'm just sitting there playing Mario Kart, just shifting in my chair, and there's bricks falling down around me. He. I went into his apartment, and they tried to do some. Uh, insulation on by themselves because they were printing too much on their power bill and it and their windows they look like as though they just put masking tape on the front of it. <laughs> it looks like as though they've just they're hiding plastic from... up. You never seen that before? But that's not how you put plastic up, man. You don't put it up. Well, I, I, it. Didn't, I didn't. I didn't. Just it such shot. Wait, wait, wait. What's I? What is? What is the problem with the plastic? Because it looks bad, and and it does. No, the yeah. problem with the plastic. So he's trying to save up on the power bill. First of all, it's freezing in that apartment. I'm constantly. just trying to figure out if RF isn't understand the concept of, of uh, plastic on the windows. <laughs> no, I understand that. Or if you've done it wrong. He's done it horribly. I've done it before. I'm, ge- I'm guessing they didn't take the final step. It's to go over it with a hairdryer and like tighten no, we, it up. We- I, I asked Jason about that. I'm like, should we use the hairdryer? And he's like, oh, it's not necessary. Yeah, that's one. It's part of the process, Brian. There's no reason not to. Were you, were you yelling at me? Like, I didn't. No know. one's yelling at you, Brian. You're I yelling know. a little bit, but I'm certainly <laughs> not. <laughs> yeah, John is incapable of yelling. John is capable. No, you need the. I don't know if the if the hairdryer helps with the insulation part. It can't hurt. It certainly looks a lot better. Yeah, when it's, it's tight. It doesn't look like you've got masking tape on your window. No, it, it looks like uh, every one of my windows is like a broke-out window in a Pinto or something. And we just put mas- <laughs> we just put plastic up over it. It might as well be trash bags. Like you we're look- insulating <laughs> our home with trash bags at this point. Yeah, you look like a sort of uh, North End Pontiac Sunfire <laughs> driving around in the middle of it. Just. You might as well just just put garbage bags on the windows yeah. at this point. Yeah, like my, my for my apartment, I had to buy an inspection sticker to put up on the window. Yeah, you just got a blue tarp duct taped over your window. Just <laughs> one door's missing completely. Yeah, we just got a blanket over it, which is literally the case. Appetite for destruction is playing on repeat over and over That's again. The tape got stuck. In. <laughs> That's right. Is it right? I have, I have a, I haven't looked closely at this. Is there a single actual blind or curtain in your apartment, or is it all? 
Is it all sheets, flags, or bare windows? I, I think they might all be shower curtains. <laughs> that is an amazing point. His yeah, his that's toe curtain. Of, that's a kind of curtain. Is there? Is there any? I I have it's only just, been to Arif's place once, and it was years ago, and I don't really remember. Is his this pristine palace? As uh, come as on, he's don't shame me. Lying by don't shame me, Brian. It, it looks like an abandoned library after the apocalypse. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Like books and fucking like not nothing's dirty, but it's disheveled. Yeah, yeah I mean, like, it, it, it looks like a single man who reads a lot in his child lived there. <laughs> so yeah, the, I'm just the a... whole bomb workshop, a bunch of loose, <laughs> just coffee cans full of nails. It's like uh, Jim Norton biographies C4. mixed in with Judy Bloom books. Just I don't have Judy Bloom books. There's a lot of Christopher Hitchens in there. Are you there, God? It's it's me, Arf. <laughs> Are you there a lot? He signed that for me, you know. Oh, really? Yeah, did I show you? Yeah, yeah, actually you did. No, yeah, I when I went to that show of his. I never really understood the appeal of autographs. I don't, you know what, you're right. I mean, I stood in line the whole time. For if, if at, the, at most, it's proof to your friends that I was in the presence of this person. Yep. Yeah. Which well, even really... then, but uh, but some people, I don't even think that's it, because some people are more than happy to just, like, buy something that has been signed by somebody that they never met. Well, the uh, way I see it, why have an autograph when you could have a perfectly good argument and storm off when you say something slightly embarrassing to someone you wanted to be? <laughs> You're talking about Skagfest. <laughs> yeah. I will, honestly, after that interaction with Metzger, I will never, ever say hello to a, I will never <laughs> fanboy in front of a comedian ever again never yeah, I've uh, it was I've, humiliating I've never, I don't know I I feel weird like unless I have an in I'm not really comfortable bothering somebody I said good set to Joe Mackey and we both kept he said thanks and we both kept walking just kinda, that was perfect he just yeah. looked at you kind of weird and he's like thanks and then he just kept like I, I feel like anything beyond that I just I don't know I feel like an asshole What's uh? What's Joe Mac? I haven't seen Joe Mackey live actually, other than like one small I thing. On- I remember good. that mm-hmm. the season of uh, Last Comic Standing that he was on is the only season of that show I've ever seen. I really liked him on that. Yeah. And I've uh, I listened to an episode of the podcast he does that RF sent us a long time ago. I forget what they were talking about. There was something notable that he wanted us keeping to keeping Joe or something yeah. like that. I think okay. with Sam Merle. Right. Yeah. And uh, I've seen him pop up on. I don't know. What are, has he been on TV much? I don't know. I well, he like was him. on Last Comic Standing. I just got done saying that. Oh, did you say that? <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't listen. Either. Sorry. I thought you said you just said Last Comic Standing, but yeah, not not that you know being on Last Comic Standing is any. I don't know why I, enjo- people... I enjoyed. I I think they. I don't think it's been on since that season, or I would have kept watching. Who is the person that got big from Last Comic Standing? There's a ton uh, of people. Who? Not necessarily the winner, but there's people like that season that I watched um, that Joe Mackey was on. Like he's famous because of that. That's that's a good foot. Fa- in the famous door. is Roy Wood Jr. was on that season. Uh, Monroe Martin, who we saw at Skankfest, yeah, was on that very season. Good, yeah, I, I guess you could argue Roy Wood Jr. as well too, because he's he's a little bit more of a name. Yeah, yeah, and I I think just being on that show is kind of like a tv credit and people know who you are i don't think it's the same it's it's not the same as like american idol 
where they just have a lineup of nobodies and they all audition like to even be able to audition for last comic standing you need to be at least a little bit established yeah it's but, before like you've gotten a break but, but i mean joe mackey's stuff is a lot more interesting but there, there's, outside there's, of there's, very, there's very few i thought it was interesting that um just seeing him just from a comedian's perspective just seeing how um the one thing that i remember from that season that really stuck out for me was how feet feedback can kind of backfire on you because I, I think the first set that he did he came out and was like hey team like in a and like it was right. funny and one of the judges commented oh, oh, well, on I, I, I love that i love that that was great i really liked it and then the next set that he came out he kind of leaned too hard on that and well, then he it, does and the it, same it, voice it, over and over i'm joe Mackey. yeah it's not not so much the voice, but like they the judges just and that that happens too. I can't think. That's of That's a sign of a good impression when you say the person's name right. when you're doing an impression. <laughs> yeah, I'm Joe Maggie. Yeah, that's that's the impression equivalent hey, of those Walken old uh, '80s Halloween costumes that have the picture of the thing that you are on the shirt and then just a plastic mask that go with it. That's yeah, right. You definitely don't want to lean too much into one established character. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It was a, it was a phrase, not. It a reminds way of me of speaking. my one Halloween costume where I just walked around with a sign that said uh, "the guy from Lost." <laughs> just the most unimaginative, uncreative, literally zero oh, really? work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was it was not good. <laughs> what are the hobbits really like? <laughs> I mean, th- there's a thing with like. So, uh, did you guys watch, or you guys know about that um, uh, Don't Fuck With Cats show on Netflix? I know. It's like a three-hour documentary. I've seen it come up, but I don't really know. So, this is a guy, this guy, um, uh, Luke Kamagnada, he's Canadian, this guy. He was a, I guess he was a serial killer. And so, the... Good for him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Way to reach for the stars. Like. Yeah, well, he wanted to be on a reality show. He starts his off. So the whole thing starts off. The, the, the premise of the show is that he, the, 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 the documentary starts off with him uh, with these two sort of uh, Facebook nerds uh, being listening. interviewed. <laughs> what are you pausing for? It's a dramatic. Yeah, others gonna explain to us what Facebook was. No, no, real fat Facebook losers. uh, It feels like you're cosplaying as somebody who has seen this show. Um, John, don't be pretentious. Anyway, God damn it, Brian! Why? How dare you call me that? Are you saying that I'm lying? <laughs> no, Are you calling me a liar? At all, mm-hmm. You motherfucker. That's what it means. That's what it means. That's no, it the doesn't. implication of what it means. So two big gross Facebook nerds. Right? Yeah. So well, they, okay. So the the documentary starts off with they are in this Facebook group and they get this message from uh, some sort of um, ghost account or something like that. What kind and, of ghost account on social media? Yeah, the group gets a. Uh, it was link- anonymous. Oh, it's a ghost. I get it. Yes. Two Facebook links. Oh, that's vampires. Did you watch that Dracula false. show? <laughs> Seth sorry. <Street? laughs> no, the new Dracula. One topic at a time. Sorry, sorry, sorry. No, it, it is on the Netflix queue. I've got to wait for May to come back. And uh, 
so they get a link from this sort of ghost account that has a is a live leak link to a oh no for initially it's a youtube link to a guy just uh he you can't see his face a guy in a hoodie he takes the uh, he has a kitten he's petting a kitten on a on the on the on a bed and the video is just him stuffing the kitten into a bag and then taking the you don't actually see the video the the lady just describes what you see and describe video porn that's described <laughs> video pornography he is putting the cat in the bag and he's closing the draw now you're just doing john's act sensually um and then he ate that cat like a big bowl of breakfast yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking burn all my material i like john doing bright fucking material um and then so that's the first and then you know obviously everyone's horrified youtube gets link gets taken down and then a little bit so and then these all of these like guys in the in the facebook group are freaking out trying to find him and they they're looking at they're piecing together what is in the each frame of the video trying to locate this guy they think he's in czechoslovakia they think wherever well that's surely the only cat that had been abused that day in the world well they, so then that and then a couple of months go by and as they're trying to find this guy uh they 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 think they've pinpointed him to some person in namibia and they just go after him like this like a whole bunch of facebook nerds go after this dude what do you mean by going after they just like they find who seriously sending messages messages or something like that fire hey dude what you did i thought was real bad man yeah you killed that cat i'm gonna cyber bully the shit out of you dude i bet you're fat or something basically and so i I bet you i bet you're real bad at sex yep and he's at the kid guys going through some sort of depression or something like that oddly he kind of sort of weirdly takes credit for it but then kills himself right and so they obviously feel horrible about it and then you know, a couple Did of months go by. In a bag and jump in a river. Uh, correct. <laughs> that is exactly. <laughs> Put on a kitten outfit and and then a couple of months go by and then there is uh and then another video pops up in the same group with another cat video, right? Uh, anyway, long story. The guy, the person who is actually doing it is this guy. Luca McDonald is this uh, Canadian dude from Etobicoke. 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 Or I think it's I think it's pronounced Etobicoke. I don't think it's I think it's a silent K. Okay. The K is silent, just like in KKK. That's when the K's get loud. That's when they really. Those are some rockets. That is yeah. There's no silent K's there. Those K's go out of party. Yeah, they are the loudest K's in the room. Man, those K's love a bonfire. Are you ready to burn a cross? <laughs> yeah. I had a joke lined up. It was in the chamber that I'll tell you later. Oh, yeah. That's good podcast. I was going to... Well, I was going to... Save it for the Patreon. Well, I was going to... I was going to do some wordplay with, uh, with with letters, K's, and another letter. Oh, oh my God. I'm I can't <laughs> believe we missed out on it. Man, describe it was it. a real K versus N scenario. Is what I was Man, saying. you guys are totally going to miss out on that. Yeah. I can't wait to hear this joke. Well, I just never... did the joke, Brian. You just fucking trampled all over it. I'm fucking, I'm fucking it, sorry. That joke trampled all over itself. Yeah, that's yeah. true. 
Um, KKK. Anyway, the most interesting thing about this guy is that he find he. This guy, uh, they find who it is. This guy, Luca Magnata, but they, uh, they, the way they find him is also. They find all of these like Facebook groups that are created, where they're all of they 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 the fans of Luca Magnata. We love Luca. He's so hot. He's so sexy. And eventually, it turns out that he himself created all of these dummy Facebook groups about himself. You mean that's like a, that's a bad thing to do? <laughs> that's the that's the Facebook equivalent of drinking your own semen. I, I uh, remember that joke. I I gotta I, I gotta check my phone real quick. I gotta <laughs> right. I gotta, I gotta take a few. I mean, out. it's so unintentionally. He puts so he's supposed to be this like good looking. He's trying to be a model. And there are just pictures of him all over the internet, but the in all of these sort of model poses, uh, purportedly to be. It sounds like did you um, did you hear? I think that was this past year. There was some band that created just a completely phony like online social media following and like got themselves booked on shows like all over the place that just nobody showed up to because there were no actual there were no actual people yeah that were fans of the band that doesn't sound yeah that doesn't sound it's uh, like every time well. i've tried to put on a show for <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah you remember when i put on a show for three people at callahan's last year <laughs> yeah you, you pretty much just outlined the no jokes bird strategy no yeah. Jokes Bird does a little bit better than the pure John Forward. <laughs> the, pure, the pure John Forward experience. The, uh, the unfiltered not. John Forward experience. Are you ready for unfiltered John Forward? To which the crowd goes, definitely not. 100% no. <laughs> no it's, uh, we are not. We oh, don't want any bit of no, this. Hold on, want, guys. I'm letting myself off the chain tonight. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you, John's own personality is the scare away the regulars music. <laughs> I should just carry around a boombox with me at all times. Yeah. Would you just like playing like KD, KDFM or something like that? Just walk around playing my own material. Just <laughs> utter silence. John hasn't moved. Like, John started his uh, stand up on the boardwalk just annoying strangers. And literally, he's come. Like, that's. You've come full circle, finally. To that level, uh, there was a little bit of annoying strangers at the O'Leary's open mics before that. As That's MC, true. As uh, MC Crosswalk. Although, man, I don't know whether we talked about this, but you, you and I didn't. I guess we didn't talk about uh, your set at the uh, at the Christmas party. At the Christmas, yeah, but the, the yeah, Christmas party. No, 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 no. Maybe we yeah. talked about that. We didn't oh, talk not, about not the, the blush one. We talked about. The we definitely talked one. about the blush one. We didn't talk about the blush one. I mean, that no, was, that hadn't that hadn't happened yet. We yeah. were uh, that. Yeah, well, that's the one that I mean. That's that oh, was. You mean we discussed the one where you bombed in front of the the tribal elders? Yeah, I thought we were sticking to the theme of John Forward sucks at comedy. But if we want to talk about one of the good ones, <laughs> no, 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 no. My initial reaction well, you know, is still John walks right at twice a day, John. That's once a day, I think, is the... Oh, no, twice. Yeah. I get it. No, I get it. Do you yeah, know if... clocks work? <laughs> Sorry. If... We have... I, I use a sundial in my apartment. 
I'm I'm guaranteed to have a good set if the audience contains strippers or a lot of uncircumcised penises. (laughs) (laughs) That's my demographic. I need a certain level of neck tattoos to really do okay. I mean, no, no, I mean, the the initial judgment that John sucks at comedy is still valid, but... (laughs) No, audiences just suck at listening to my comedy and appreciating it for the art that it is. 100%. That is... You are clearly painting... With a beautiful brush, but the only problem is you're painting with your own feces. New Brunswick audiences are still in the open mic phase of their laughing careers, and they haven't quite figured out the timing of it, and I've got nowhere to go with this. That's, I know, (laughs) they can't appreciate it. This level of improv is just amazing. He started the thought, and then he got a flat tire, and he just, the whole (laughs) thought just fell off of a cliff. Oh, he was aiming for that cliff to begin with. He's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking Bonnie and Clyde it one way or another. Hey, <laughs> guys, I'm a comedian who takes risks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Always um, looking for those boundaries. I, I love how you accuse the audiences of not being able to get the subtle nuances of Sussex as racist. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, they're not ready for that yet. <laughs> I mean, I mean the subtle. <laughs> What they don't get is my emotional reaction to the Sussex. I like racism. that his all John's attempts to be like outside of that. I mean that that said. Well, it, I, I, I want to address something you said first. Yeah. Most people don't get most of your emotional reactions. <laughs> you kind of have one. Most setting. people are surprised that he has emotions. It's because I'm a, I'm a unique butterfly of a man. Mm-hmm. I don't know where that's. Not <laughs> I don't know. So where on the spectrum would you place that butterfly? Uh, on the cool end. Yeah. <laughs> the, the autism spectrum is what I'd place. You know, I, I traded my Lizzie McGuire lunchboxes for Transformers once. <laughs> I've, tra- I've traded in my interest in trains with uh, <laughs> interest in... My, uh, in pussy! Yeah, tw- <laughs> Twitch streaming my Dark Souls game playing. Uh Excuse me, the Dark Souls playing was all on YouTube. Not sorry, I mean, sorry to. I didn't get realize that. you were such a pioneer. That, that's right. He's yeah. right. uh, part of the gold rush of <laughs> internet nerds. Right? Yeah, the, they're over there just overmining Twitch. I'm over here just fucking running into gold. You make a lot of money from Twitch. Can we streams. circle back around to what you were going to say about my groundbreaking set at the Blush Christmas party? <laughs> I don't even remember. <laughs> I was. I wasn't going to compliment your comedy, man. I mean, uh, you, uh, I was. Uh, I uh, no, it's not a dick sucking session. Come on, man. Well, um, no, that's why you guys are here. It was so it? funny. Like, I mean, I do the podcast, then you guys suck my dick. Like, well, no. days away, someone's got to suck my dick. Yeah. yeah. No, it was a. I mean, what are we gonna do? Like, you already know that you did great. Like, you did. Yeah, no, fantastic. I just. Why did you bring it up then? I, I wanted to. Th- I had a. Ju- I had a, th- a thing lined up about. Uh, I had a like just an image of you. <laughs> You and Brian on the dance floor. Tally of abandoned jokes that are uh, no, just an abandoned image. I was I had a a thought about John and Brian standing on the dance floor attempting to dance while surrounded with strippers. Brian completely uncomfortable, trying wondering how he can get into the earth. On the other hand, smooth operation. (laughs) When he's getting shoved in the middle of a circle of uh, I was so cool, guys. Remember going? I don't know what to do. I don't know what's happening here. I mean, I. They, they treated me just like a freak. I felt victimized and 
It was great. I mean, you know. <laughs> it was great. Yeah. yeah, it was pretty great. Yeah, it just felt like home. But yeah, John was just completely in his element. Uh, just uh, surrounded by people, I mean, who are just, just for that one brief minute, like there was just a synchronicity in the universe. That's I just, speak uh, to the people on the fringes of society. Correct. That's John's Saturday Night Fever when he can shut her off the work week and get down with the... Uh, you know the the common man. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a great show, man. Like, I mean, I did okay, but like all you guys sort of like built and and it built and built and John, literally that 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 set was just it was perfect because it was a, like Im- designed specifically for them. It's so so yeah. That's the only time so I've, like that was yeah. That was the only time that and I just thought, I've paid who was in the audience any mind at all. I was just thought. Imagine if they listened to him doing his Bible camp story. <laughs> <laughs> imagine how much they hate him. Just up there going red. It is the, is the color. <laughs> the singing has more energy. Oh my god! I, I don't think you guys are realizing how much time and effort I put into beating out all of the emotion and oh, my I'm delivery. Oh, I'm sure you put a lot of time and effort when into I started, those things out, John. When I was uh, too energetic and something needed to be done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were the Dane Cook, you know, of... Uh, I pretty much was. Of uh, <laughs> Charlotte County. So are we in Charlotte County? Queens County. Which yeah, county are we Charlotte in? Charlotte County, County is, is like... St. Saint Saint Stephen. Yeah. yeah. What are we in? I don't know. King Who cares? St. John County. I Correct. Think that's, a thing. that's what I say. <laughs> uh, God damn it. Correct. You you weren't there, but then Brian got like like he was he, he got really caught up and carried away in the dance floor, and because all the girls were because you know these were like professional dancers stripping, and uh, you know they were sort of they were doing their thing they got up on one of the pedestal go one of the tables and started dancing a bunch of them one of them took their shirts off and so brian got excited because you know he wanted to show his the lady that he was speaking to about what a sort of great dancer he was so mm-hmm. he also got on top and started almost taking his shirt off because you know that was i took off my sweater because it was funny was it to me it was, it was pretty kind of funny yeah. actually and uh, then the owner... Like, I'm sorry I embarrassed you, dude. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I, the, 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 the owner uh, took his pants off and, you know, started... He was like a 65-year-old guy or whatever. Started shaking his ass or whatever. And then he came up to me later. He's like, whew, that was fun. I was like, yeah, all right. And he says, uh, good set, by the way, you know... Uh, I don't know about all of that terrorist material that you were doing. I mean, you know, that's pretty... I, I don't know about... Uh, it's pretty I don't offensive. Know, I, you know, I liked your and set, like, except for the part, the only parts where anybody was laughing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think I just watched you take well, to, your pants off, man. Well, to be fair, if anytime you open your mouth, I just assume terrorist material is coming out of it. Come on, man. I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm evolving past it but that's literally just what comes out i think we should make the image for this episode your halloween costume (laughs) i would like to do a show upstairs in the actual club yeah have like they're obviously not gonna shut shut it it would not work on just a regular night when people are coming in for regular strip club action 
Um, oh, strip clubs have. I would like to have strippers bad. involved as maybe interludes in between the comics, but like it would have to be like a Monday night when they're closed. They used to do. This is not happening in a strip club, yeah. right? Like that Ari Shafir show. Um, yeah, I don't know what that place looks like with the lights on, though. It's probably frightening. Well, you wouldn't want to do it with the lights. Why would you want to do it with the lights? Probably lights are on. On this is not happening. It probably looks a little cleaner than my apartment. I haven't been to. I haven't been to... I guess it's pretty dark, eh? Yeah. Yeah. They don't even have just the one spotlight for the... No. No, no you don't want a spotlight on... Uh, you'll see Bare all titties? You'll bruises and stretch marks. <laughs> Damn, man. Damn, dude. <laughs> How often do you get... What? Is that a controversial statement? Or you no, it's not! No, no. <laughs> am I no, just a strip club expert? Oh, man, no. <laughs> it's You are 100% a strip club expert, but it's certainly not a controversial How much is your statement. sex worker budget, John? <laughs> yeah that got a little weird how much is your oh my god yeah. did you say strippers uh, did yeah. you say stripper yeah, why do you keep was not calling aware that i'd ever been to a strip club why do you she just not about. know you at, like was she meeting you that day i mean like i, I could walk past you like we uh, haven't, we haven't hung i could walk past you on the street and i'd be like that guy's probably going to blush <laughs> May's uh, May's mom is a regular listener. Two o'clock of... in the afternoon, like he's on. <laughs> May's mom regularly listens to Probably my radio the show, so she'd be less shocked, I think, than that. May's mom has been at comedy shows where I've talked about like sexual things with May. Oh my She's god, sexual things! Off. I cannot. Do you do that oh bit of clean in the tub in front? Of uh, <laughs> I might have. Out? I would if she was there. Dude, I don't know that's if just the kind of guy that he is. <laughs> actually that um that time when i uh when i did the battle of the comedians at uh at the delta in fredericton um i think a big part of uh what got me over was that jimmy mckinley pointed out that may's my mother-in-law was like sitting right in the front and then just that extra bit of knowledge on top of i was just doing my regular stuff i think got, got me some more laughs hmm. the denim deity himself Yes. Thank you, Jimmy. Yeah, he's a... Uh... Yeah, and then at every other... Your every other appearance at the Delta, I mean, they... Like, I think they're just going to shut down the... Like, they're going to have a big... Want, like a, there was a only one of you time with... at the Delta. Well, actually, no, I forgot about the, the thing that just e- happened. <laughs> <laughs> every time George shows up at the Delta in Fredericton, there's, there's gonna always... There's going to be a new uh, land acknowledgement written about it. <laughs> <laughs> I had a good half of a set, which this, couldn't this be said for territory everybody. John did get up and bummed out the elders. Of the <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Man, that, that was another fracking on their land, dude. Dude, you fucked up their water. <laughs> Again? <laughs> hey, they wouldn't accept my blanket that I tried to give them, so I had to do something. So, like, let me put that John Forward pipeline through. <laughs> Dab. Um, so this has been a great uh, <laughs> 2019, the year in review. Here on Four Story Walkthrough. This is a very special episode. <laughs> Completely different. Oh man. Are, we, are me and May the only guests that have ever been on this show? Have you ever had anybody much, else yeah. on? Well, was Sam, 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 Sam was on there. Yeah. I mean, no one, I mean, there's no. It's Why just, not? I don't. It's not really guest kind of. Someone's got a. It's not a guest interview. Someone's got to fit the flow. Well, you're my friend, man. Yeah. Okay, you've got other friends. 
Do you not want to be on the show, John? No, I do. I'm just, I'm just wondering why I'm so special. I don't know. It just doesn't work. I don't know, man. I can't. Like, it's because we have a relationship, man. And it's this is not like... Well, I'm I, th- I think on, like this, this probably could... This whole podcast probably could have been the three of us. I think you brought up the idea of the three of us doing a podcast. Yeah. But I didn't want to do it in addition to mine. Yeah. And I didn't want to give up on talking about myself for most of the time. Well, we, we have, this is a, just a different version of talking by, about yourself because we're you just shitting on you. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I was just riveted by this cat killer documentary that we've completely... Well, it's, it's a very weird documentary because so then you go through like, the well, whole I, thing. I, I told you that I was um, like weird about true crime stuff. This doesn't sound like there was anything that would make me squeamish. I don't know. So maybe far. there is. I don't know. Is there like crime... I, well, yeah, cats, I don't know what makes you squeamish. Doesn't he though. kill a dude? Well, if they don't, yeah, he does if, kill him, okay. but... If they don't show anything, it's not as bad. It's all suggested because you don't see... You watch someone watching the videos and stuff. But so like... It's not, um, yeah, that in that case, I'm not sure. It could go either way. But like even um, seeing... Like I remember... What was that, uh, that movie with uh, Val Kilmer that played like the, the porn... Guy. Oh, uh, Wonderland? Yeah. I watched the documentary about the... Um, John Holmes? Yeah. That, Is that what it's called? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I watched the documentary that was on the DVD about the actual, like, murders that, that happened. And even, like, the grainy black and white crime scene photos that were just, like, tape outlines with, like, blood splatters just made me a little queasy. And that stuff... Uh, I yeah. Um, whenever like an A and E show is on or something that's true crime, like it just makes me uncomfortable. Well, like I, those ones where they're like, "What he didn't know was his wife was a real backstabber." Yeah. The movie. I mean, they, the one. The one. The one I, I remember being at a friend's place and he had something on, and the host of the show was uh, Cordelia from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> And uh, just talking about just somebody being like raped and murdered, and just I fuck I forget you got what a the huge boner. I forget what the phrasing was, but it was really funny. Um, <laughs> it sounds like you've set it up with, but uh, sounds like a thousand. But ways like to I, die. I tried to tune it out, but I eventually yeah. I had to puss out and be like, can we change the channel, please? Like I can't, I can't tolerate it. It's like RF's reaction to like a trauma movie. <laughs> No, I've enjoyed every trauma movie that we watch no, but, because but, we watch it together. But like true stuff, it just—it's really weird because I'll watch like insanely graphic horror movies, but anything that's even mild but it's real just really bothers me. Um, yeah, you yeah, live in like, a fantasy world. Like I made—I made myself watch. Well, I didn't make your myself. own comedy. I watched. The, I watched the. Uh, I mean, that was a, that would be enough to turn me away. I watched that uh, that O.J. Simpson um, yeah. uh, documentary, like the, the long one. Right. Um, people and, versus and, whatever it's called? No, People versus O.J. Simpson was the fictionalized. Oh, no. Yeah, the uh, the, uh, the O.J. Simpson Made in America. Oh, Made in America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen so that 30 one, for 30. 30 for 30, yeah, yeah. And that had some gnarly, like, well, the murder stuff. But that... I looked away whenever they were showing like crime scenes. You see John sitting on the couch, covered his eyes. Yeah, but that is all. Like I know it's real, but it almost has an extra level of uh, remove from it because, like, I remember when I was a kid, that was a big thing, and it almost feels like this is like a movie because just because it was such a huge part of like pop culture like right. they literally made an announcement over the pa at school of what the verdict was after that trial wow yeah what grade help? were you on uh 
middle or like between four and seven, I think. They made a, <laughs> at the elementary school. Yeah. They made an announcement on the PA. Today is Salisbury no, Sunday. It, it and, might have been. Uh, uh, if the glove doesn't fit, you, you must quit. <laughs> no, it might, what? Have, might have been junior. It might have been junior high, but my that school. I was, like the naked guy, <laughs> Mrs. Jenkins. What does he mean? <laughs> That's what, how. What about Nicole Goldman's parents? Mrs. Jenkins, why my pee so small? No, John. <laughs> Why do I have such big foreskin? <laughs> why is it? Why does my happy juice dribble out when, <laughs> when I touch my fireman too much? You guys are burning all my material now. Um, but this movie. <laughs> <laughs> do you have a bit where you're gonna get up and explain shit like you're like a fourth grader, John? That's yeah. that's horrifying. They in my in my school they made an announcement on the PA when they found out Bill Clinton used the cigar on uh, <laughs> <laughs> ladies and gentlemen President Clinton real ass dude <laughs> real fun time party guy he is cool guy cool too much saxophone sunglasses man cigar not even just for smoke who is who is the principal of this fucking industry they had a replica cigar and they just passed it around the classroom (laughs) everybody sniffed it um no, the the documentary is not. I mean, I don't. They, there's a lot of descriptions where the where the police officers describe what they saw on the scene, but there's no. Um, but the move the do, the reason I brought it up is that the documentary they, it ends on this weird note where the nerd. So the the whole thing was that this guy was trying to get famous through some sort of notoriety, and because these guys on like these Facebook guys, they kind of the group in this facebook group they kind of made him you know uh, they kind of gave him notoriety because they're like we need to find this guy look at this piece of shit look at where he's doing and they would they would just talk to each other through facebook right and so the the whole people together the whole argument or at least the central thesis of the documentary is that uh, these people were kind of complicit in turning him into this sort of serial into the serial killer that he was because he's just sort of upped the ante uh you know after and he would do things like he was staging one of the scenes of the the murder like the first scene in basic instinct i guess where she he painted the the screwdriver that he murdered the guy with and in as a silver to mimic the ice pick that sharon stone uses and in Why didn't just go get an ice pick. I don't know. He's just cra- this guy. I mean, he's just he's really into right? basic instincts. Yeah, he's really. Well, ad- maybe logistically, an uh, ice pick isn't a great murder weapon. It'd probably break. I've never actually seen an ice pick in the real world. Yeah, that's because we don't hang around a lot of people that need to carve ice. <laughs> we hang around a lot of people who buy ice like, from Amazon in like, cube form. Yeah, yeah, like perfect cubes. Like if anyone would own like a thing of ice that needs to be chipped away, it'd probably be you. <laughs> yeah. You'd have like, just a, yeah. you want any ice, and you go to a giant swan in your kitchen and just fucking chip away. Yeah, giant ice sculpture of the Toxic <laughs> Avenger. <laughs> but she, at the end of it, she sort of she says, uh, you know, I feel guilty about it because I said. Yeah, because I thought maybe I'm complicit in what he did, and then she looks towards very dramatically towards the camera, and she says, "Maybe you're complicit as well for watching this." And then you know it switches off. So I was like, "No, no, 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 no! 
you don't get to pass the blame on <laughs> me this is what he said to the tv by the way no i yeah, i literally i said yeah. oh, no no no, no, no bitch how are you making me support complicit? at netflix.com <laughs> <laughs> please pass along this message Find Sharon Stone on Bumble and fucking rags her out. But it's just, it's just, it's just, it's just yeah, that's a cheesy having it both ways kind of thing. You can't, well, you can't make the shitty thing that maybe contributes to like serial killing and then be like, and how dare you for watching it? Yeah, but there are levels of complicity, right? Like, I mean, the person who does the thing, like the person who does the thing, yeah. is not, you know, is not the same as the person who's. I mean, I'm watching a Netflix documentary. I'm not actively taking a role in... It's like when people like have that thing about like comedians making... I mean, I know this is a stupid fucking whatever free speechy point, but it's like when people say, oh, you're making a joke about this. You're complicit in all of the people who actually do the thing. I was like, that's not... Yeah, well, that's not equivalent. That's, that's actually, Norton talks about it in the new... That's actually yeah, what I'm actively right. trying to do with my comedy. That's right, yes. You're an active I'm trying racist. to normalize these things. <laughs> that's right. Um, I don't know. I just find yeah, it... Yeah, it's, it's... Well, it's an old point. It's still... It's also kind of the point of the Natural Born Killers movie and that the media creates this by making serial killers into celebrities and all that stuff fair enough but the person who's watching a documentary about this thing you know is not the person who's complicit in the in the actual process of making this person a celebrity like i don't yeah, have no, a thing but about i, I can see to, to, i don't agree with it but to play devil's advocate if if you are a person who consumes that stuff then you're encouraging other people to keep making them which right. then is a message that if this is the if you want to get famous, then what does that say about yes. someone that watches a lot of Holocaust documentaries? Well, you're per- <laughs> you're uh, creating Holocaust culture, <laughs> and that's where we're at in 2020. Well, the the interesting thing is that the guy mm-hmm. takes his cues, all of his cues are from movies, so like Basic Instinct, uh, you know, Mike those Michael Douglas sex movies. Uh, American Psycho, oddly. What other Michael Douglas sex movies? Uh, I guess, okay. The Basic Instinct, Sliver. You know, he made a few of those, Michael right? Michael Douglas wasn't in Sliver. Wasn't he not in Sliver? That was Sharon Stone and William Baldwin. Oh, God damn it! Wow, I... Also man. gross. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, hey, but... I had the movie network and watched a lot of softcore erotic thrillers. <laughs> but anyway, so, you know... Yeah, so even... Like, American Psycho isn't a... Isn't an affirmation of fucking what's no? His name? That's that's missing the point. He's the bad guy. In, yeah, in the same but this way, guy but, his inspiration but people from... are stupid and they think that Al Pacino is the hero of Scarface. Yes, yeah, exactly. People, yeah, people yeah, think yeah. that uh, uh, Brad Pitt and is the hero of Fight Club too. Yeah, in the same vein. But weren't weren't people making these same arguments about books? before there was some nutcase that well, read that a is, book and did something like there's just crazy that people is a, that'll hang their craziness on whatever thing that they can find that is a thing called the Werther effect which is an interesting one you know heard about this this is no. the idea that i mean i don't know but that it, and it's a very real to do thing. with like a toffee candy so, no it's about this guy about the Werther effect original. is a scene where like where huh sounds original Correct. That's how I remember the name of the effect, by the way. Just remembered <laughs> Werther's candy. Your old man candy. But the Werther effect is the effect is the idea that any sort of writ, uh, any sort of glorification of the act of suicide 
cre- creates copycats so there was a there's a book the trials of young goethe where they where what happened i guess a whole a while ago there was this book that was written about this guy and i i've never read the book but anyway the, the what happens at the end of the movie is that he or the book he is that this young artist he's so no one understands him he's disenchanted and he kills himself right and then what happened is that in germany at the time after the book's release there were a whole bunch of like copycat suicides and with the same sort of people make it, they thought that this guy was some sort of romantic hero and this some act that the act of suicide itself was uh, some a kind of a heroic act and so it created the weather effect is this idea that any but but that's yeah, specific but, to but suicide. I, I think it's after not hearing that that's... explanation I was thinking about committing a heroic act but what <laughs> but I, but I think that that can influence the flavor yeah. of somebody's actions but not the action i don't think there's a completely fine person who's consuming this stuff and all of a sudden something snaps and they decide to kill themselves or somebody else yeah i don't know enough about i guess i don't know enough about the phenomenon i I feel like if anyone's a possible test case it's probably john that's right (laughs) (laughs) one gig that he's barred from uh and all of a sudden he's like throwing (laughs) chains at people in the street (laughs) um i don't know the the I mean, suicide might be it's very too specific of a case, but that's the. I but think like, that's that, the idea. that kind of argument's been used forever, just as a justification for censorship. Yeah, I mean, there is a sort of weird. Th- I mean, with suicide, there is a sort of weird thing where you don't. I don't know. Whether. I don't know what you mean by glorifying suicide. If you were doing something that actually was glorifying suicide, that's kind of fucked up. But well, like, the, like if the you book. kill yourself in front of some fireworks. Well, the idea yeah. of the book was that no one. Uh, it's kind of like the idea in the book was that no one sort of understood him, yeah. and he, you know, his art wasn't good enough for this world. So he, you know, the world didn't match up to his sort of romantic ideals of how he imagined it would be, and so thus he could not go on. Not because there was anything deficient with him, but there was something deficient with the world itself, and so you know whether. First of all, it's a story. It's not even that these. Are, this was not an actual account, but that really. What, uh, I don't know. If you care about global warming, you should. Probably, <laughs> you should probably kill yourself and lower the carbon footprint that's, of the human race. You know, that's the most important. Yeah, uh, um, it's like the the idea of like our glorifying it by like being surrounded by strippers and blowing his brains out while fireworks shoot off that say this is cool. It's, <laughs> Just fucking just a plane. <laughs> James Brown's there, like living yeah. in America. If I was gonna kill myself anyway, it might as well be glorious. Yeah, it, I suppose. Yeah, fireworks go off as you're on the boardwalk. People start clapping. The f- the only standing ovation you ever receive. Yeah. <laughs> um, I wonder if that's uh, how the guy in the food court felt. Which one? The the guy that. Oh, good lord, man. <laughs> Yeah, but I don't know. Like, I I just felt strange watching this this documentary where she's sort of implying that sort of I'm complicit in in some sort of act of I don't know what the what how am I complicit in something because you have a Facebook addiction? Like, how is that? How is that the same? They aren't equivalent. You're you're still like listen, bitch. Like, 
Yeah, <laughs> I just imagined that it was Brian not, making some sort of horror, horror dog gonna, shit point. I'm not gonna let me. some fucking woman with a cat show tell me what to do. Tell me who I am. You don't know me, bitch. So, how did this particular documentary end up on your your viewing schedule? Oh, a whole bunch. I heard a bunch of comics talk about it. Okay, like they were. I've, I've definitely seen it come up on Netflix, but Big J and I think a whole bunch of other guys were sort of talking about it, and okay. so I thought I'd give it a. Well, it's it's kind of it's it's comedy adjacent because any sort of it's like the notoriety is kind of like the. The, yeah, the, no, the if, interest if it's in something is, that is kind of in the zeitgeist, it's worth watching. It might shake loose some material. Well, the thema- the, what I'm, in- I'm always interested in that kind of, like, people who are so obsessed with fame and uh, and the idea of, like, what the portrayal of something. It's like, cl- it's like the idea of Clockwork Orange, man. You know, like, when we went to go watch Clockwork Orange. and like, milk if clo- is tasty. What's that? That milk is tasty. Yeah, milk is tasty. As long as it's got drugs in it. Like, Clockwork Orange is... I forgot... I, I hadn't watched it in a long time. I forgot how f- hilarious that fucking movie is. But it's not funny. I don't know whether people would... People know it as a comedy. You know, they, they know it as... Well, you don't think it's I, hysterical seeing a woman get uh, bludgeoned to death by a giant cock? Like... <laughs> That is hilarious, man. <laughs> like the it comes uh, like a painting of an open mouth. Like going, the, the super the super militant prison guard. I kept picturing like that is a John Cleese character. That is completely bad. <laughs> he has to bend like, over and look straight into his ass. <laughs> yeah, and just the way that he talks, like, it might as well be a Monty Python sketch. Yeah, yeah. but the uh, yeah the 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 guy who. Uh, Tries to drive him crazy. Who got his place broken into? Like sitting there looking up at the ceiling. That, that guy. Right, why? That guy. I, I made a connection that may not be true, but watching that guy who was like the earlier victim at the end, just yeah. the way his facial tics. I think the guy that played uh, the old guy Salazar on Breaking Bad did that same thing. Just the way that he's kind of like the barely contained rage. Just the yeah. It's almost like cartoonish, is, man. Yeah. It's like very Looney Tunes-ish. Like people don't. I I would I would put money that in preparing for that role, he saw Clockwork Orange. And like I'm gonna do that. Enjoy. Well, that's what the, the wine. <laughs> Try the wine. Yeah, How come you're that. not drinking your wine? But there's something interesting. Like if first of all, that movie doesn't ever like if that movie was ever made any if that, that movie doesn't get released now ever, yeah, it didn't get sure. released then either it, really uh, yeah in, uh, in britain it didn't get released officially like it was banned from classification oh yeah right. for until i think 2001 because uh they were worried about it starting like street gangs that, that see this is what i mean because when i said it originally to john i was like oh this is the original joker movie and they're like oh i don't see the connection that's that's a, little, that's a Street Gangs isn't the same as the Joker movie either, if it's a stretch. Well, that no, it's not a stretch because people were what, people I mean, had the same fear about the Joker. Okay, okay. It's not nearly as in depth as Joker. Sorry, not nearly as thoughtful. As far as if you meant the reaction to it, then I'll give it to you. But the t- parallels of the actual story, not so much. No. Stanley Kubrick doesn't have anything on the guy who directed The Hangover Part 3, Arv. Come on. That's such, such an odd... It is really... I feel completely out of touch that that movie is... I mean, it's good, I mean, good for Todd, whatever, Phillips, but the fact that it's so popular, it just blows my mind. Uh, I don't understand it. I mean, I kind of understand it. I kind of get the... Like... 
taps I, into like a like it's the same reason why emo music's popular. Like it's no one understands of. me. Well, in the way that Clockwork Orange is actually a very different movie from the Joker because at no point is Malcolm McDowell's character considered like they don't really paint him as a victim but Kubrick doesn't paint him as a, no, as a he, victim he, at all unless until that point until where he comes out of yeah. or at least supposed to be brainwashed when he yeah. comes into the living room with his parents and that <laughs> that's hilarious scene where his parents came Mar- out of his own <laughs> I think the funniest apartment. scene is when he the other guy's feeding him and just that when he opens his mouth waiting for the fork full of food yeah but th- it's all very cartoonish like yeah. it's all very silly cartoon I mean even the things where He's just having sex with those two women with as the Lone Ranger themes plays and it's just yeah. in fast forward. It's like, how is, this is so hilarious. Or that, that end scene where he's fantasizing fucking that chick to just a bunch of people dressed up for New Year's cheering him on. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I wake up every morning. <laughs> um, but yeah, I... I think that there's something yeah, like I, I watch that scene before I go see my kids every other well, week. Do, do you think it's? <laughs> I I think it's weird that like even like obviously that wouldn't get made today, but I think there's something weird. Like we see on the internet this whole like outrage and cancel culture and stuff, but we're kind of locally we're in a bit of a bubble for that because stuff like Clockwork Orange can get played at the imperial theater mel norton was sitting right in front of us crazy right and uh like even uh i went to see uh eddie murphy raw there like this whenever that was this year sometime and it wasn't like nobody was writing articles like how dare they show this no i think that that i think what the cult the, the this cancel culture thing is very concentrated in real sort of city center hubs and because saint john is kind of like a forgotten sort of lost city that sh- kind of shit really hasn't really percolated into us and first of all the yeah three of and, us even, are- and even it's a little bit worse in Fredericton, but even there it doesn't seem to be at the same fever pitch it's mostly i think the the Fredericton thing is i think there are people that are there that are more active on the internet and they're kind of trying to yeah. pull that into the real world well, you have more people coming through with the two universities as well too from other places from other city centers even yeah, yeah. um but but they're like it seems like they're just trying harder to be part of the bigger thing more than like not that any of it's genuine but it feels it feels more like a satellite of well it's a, it's a cla- it, as here's what it is it's a it. class thing more than it more than it is a, a location thing i think that all of this sort of woke intersectionality stuff is something that rich people get to play with hmm. with, with in their it's uh, the, the best analogy i heard is someone saying like you know people say oh this is just having good manners or this is just being polite it's not what it is is inviting someone it's like when rich people invite you know uh, their poorer friends to their house set out the cutlery in these you know uh, weird uh, arithmetic and then being upset at them when they don't know how to use the they, when they use the wrong cutlery for the wrong item with? what <laughs> who do you hang out with it's an analogy last night what's that <laughs> i just said you just watched dinner for schmucks that's right no it's a it's, it's an analogy it's not got anything to do no I, with, I think that's a good analogy with uh so uh, you know most people and I, I, I've, I started reading that um Douglas, Douglas Murray book. book, The Madness of Crowds, and he talks about just how it's just crazy that 
people are so outraged that somebody isn't going along with the thing that we just decided on five minutes ago yeah it's a very it's a very kind of yeah but i think it's got specifically to do with with entertainment and how like it's well, he, like, he, also, he also he also talks about the uh what's the term the pr- king george in retirement is that king george in retreat or yeah like where yes. they've accomplished like the All women the like they retired, got the yeah. vote like slavery's done and there's no this and gay marriage came through and now they're like uh now what do we do yeah uh, and then just like pushing it that much further even though things are better than ever sure. for all of these different groups not to say that like okay we're done no but they, they but just the idea that even though objectively things are better than ever right now people act as if things have never been worse we need they need their uh, their war their cause yeah it's just a and i think that there's something about comedy or entertainment in particular that it's like in in clockwork orange one of the inter, like that's a i keep going back to it but it's like you know why why does why do they make my malcolm mcdowell like that's the idea that we're just gonna make him watch all of this stuff like or if all of this horrific stuff and somehow change his uh, behavior or who he really is deep down you know what i mean like we're going to take we're going to uh, we're going to take the savage out of him yeah by- and it's weird because i'm not really sure i don't think there is a message to it because no, there's, no, no, there's no good guy the doctors were bad too no i don't think that there's a message i'm, I'm just i'm i'm, I'm but, but like, by a, the idea like, that- like it's you're not sure if it's making the point that evil is just inherent and there's nothing that can be done about it well, well, or, well, that, or that it's it. all conditioned the me- just, i'm not really sure the, well, the message not- i got from it like it more that you know like uh, kubrick I, likes ladies with big titties oh, like yeah. that was a great scene where the lady with the lady comes out and uh, he's supposed to <laughs> I, I love that shot of him where as he's uh, from the, below the titties from below the titties <laughs> and he's looking up you know Kubrick is just like a cartoon pervert this <laughs> <laughs> is hilarious man just, but go on sorry I'm, I interrupted you I'm sorry you were no that was a way better point than what I was gonna make I was like titties what <laughs> excuse but, me but uh, no I that there's no good guys but uh taking away free will is worse hmm. like that was robbing him of a free yeah well i guess you, like the priest made the point that this this is somebody that's been robbed of they have no morality and uh just like it does it does it really count if you're not deciding to do the right thing if you don't have a choice in the matter yeah it, it just made him open to be the victim himself yeah but I think we'd be, we'd be okay. Yeah, because he, he does get the shit beat out of him at the end because he can't defend himself. So it's kind of saying, like, it might be making the point that we need a bit of savagery just to survive. Well, I, I, but it's not well, an all or nothing thing, right? Well, like, I, the I, idea that. Violence, well, that might be the point that there is no answer. Uh, I, yeah, I wonder if uh, seen through. I like, think there are better and worse answers. Like, it's not that there are no. People would see the last half of that movie and be like, good. Like, he's getting the treatment he deserves. Like, that becomes a revenge movie for someone. Right. Right. Yeah, that, 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 that. Because there's... There, I, I did notice a few laughs when people... Like, when he... F- I mean, maybe it's just a cartoon laugh when because 
it's so cartoonish when he when his face when he just fo- like uh, eats the flips. spaghetti it's and his li- face falls li- into the spaghetti yeah. and like people were it's a little bit more like, yeah. cathartic that um like when somebody that he's actually victimized kind of like the homeless people getting revenge on him is a little bit more gay yeah um but like his cop buddies and like the dunking him in the water and stuff like that was just fucked and uh i'm not sure how i feel about the revenge of like the previous victim because obviously like well this guy murdered his wife and put him in a wheelchair so yeah he's right to be pissed off he's getting carried around by darth vader yeah but i'm not uh i don't know Vader. yeah the uh, actor who not obviously didn't do the voice was james earl jones oh that was the guy yeah that's darth vader in the costume course john Brown I, I never the... noticed that darth vader was like jacked oh. under the suit oh yeah he's when did a... you start snorting and laughing when did that happen <laughs> what is this that was, this is a new thing trying... <laughs> like I, was, I was trying to do nerd voice and i fucked it up so you finally watched star wars eh yeah yeah you finally broke okay. out <laughs> <laughs> well i guess i'll see it <laughs> yeah he was having this crisis. He's like, I don't even want to watch it. I don't even want to watch it. And then I'm three days goes by. That. I don't get a message from him. And he's like, who wants to go to Star Wars? Okay. <laughs> I was like, I told I him, I was like, just go, just go by yourself. I got Sorry. curious. And I went with John Nesbitt. So that yeah. was... He's, uh, and his you went, his own, your own Chewbacca. Yeah, yeah, literally the entire drive. Yeah. Like, no, you're the Chewbacca. Well, the discussion yeah. we were coming back, he's like, well, I don't know how much how possible this stuff is. I mean, you know, it's fine with me. I believe space is fake anyway. So, you know, it's, it's all fantasy. Nice. And this situation is John Nesbitt and Han Solo. I don't know. <laughs> I was I'm thinking you, about that. because you would have Chewbacca? Who would have to be Chewbacca? This, can there be two Chewbacca's? <laughs> No, I'm just like a, I'm just that trash can droid from the in the Jabba. <laughs> yeah, what if Chewbacca and Jabba the Hutt went on a mission together? Bigger chair, Neither of them understand each other. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So you didn't think you liked it? It, you was, didn't, uh, it was fine. Like yeah. it, it was, it was. It, uh, yeah, it I, was a it fun was, afternoon. It was fine. It didn't really d- stick with me, and I'm probably never going to watch it again. I don't even rem- really remember what happened all, all that I much. honestly like, had a more thrilling experience watching Knives Out. Genuinely. It's a, uh, that guy's a great director, man. Ryan Johnson? Hell yeah. Ryan Johnson's an awesome director. Fucking, uh, gotten... You've seen Brick, right? I have, yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. The fucking, that movie is... That script, I used to... Uh, have you read the script? It's I've, like, I've I used to script, fucking... Though. You know I how to try to copy about script that Have you read, you read the, the script? script like, no, no, it's in the pile. But you know. <laughs> it's in the slide. I know it's stupid to say. Like, have you? <laughs> I got all these uh, already made scripts in a pile in my room. I'll get around to them. See if I can come up with a development deal. <laughs> What's a steel magnolias? <laughs> that script is great. That's if you like reading screenplays or writing them. That screenplay is great. Five easy pieces. You ever watched Five Easy Pieces? I've watched it. I haven't read the screenplay. Yeah. I've watched it. I don't think I've ever read a Chinatown. Screenplay. I th- I read one that was in. What was it? Was there a book written by like uh, the Mister Show guys? Yeah, I th- and there was <laughs> there was some scripts in there for stuff that just they never got to well, make. I, I read an early script for Kill Bill just before uh, release, and. Uh, it was it was kind of thrilling because at that time time I was way into Quentin Tarantino, but also kind of annoying because he the way he writes his scripts, like literally he's like I'm gonna bleep out her name because I don't want you to know it yet, and you're not gonna fucking know it until I want you to know it. Like he literally writes that in the script. 
Yeah, he has an odd. He he directs a lot in his script, and there are, there are there are certain people who write. So when uh, so the interesting thing about Ryan Johnson when he wrote that script for Brick is that he wrote he writes the script in the manner he's directing. The, you can see that he's directing it, but he's also writing it in the in the manner of a film noir. So he's actually writing the tone into oh. the f- like as soon as you read the skip, you understand the tone of the movie because he's writing it like a well. That's, fucking that's probably better for giving it to somebody because if you don't, if you have all these ideas for how it's going to look and it doesn't come across on the page, it's probably a lot harder to get your thing made. But if you know what it like, if you if you've read any of those old like film noir novels, those like the Maltese Falcon like, or whatever the what's I, I, I sat down across the cafeteria. The entire the entire table covered in chocolate milk and Cheeto dust. That's exactly Lost what film <laughs> from sounds like. Yeah, from economy class, only two periods away. Yeah. Will we ever own our small business? I don't think so. What? Just the shadow of my tiny penis, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> limp or over my hairy belly. Then, then I saw her. The dame was she all wore. leg. She wore no less than three scrunchies and a Hannah Montana T-shirt. <laughs> she was my neighbor. <laughs> she was screaming the N-word at me. All of a sudden, my throat became all frogs. <laughs> um, then he proceeded to eat her like a bowl of breakfast cereal on top of another Hell pile yeah. of laundry. Um, so many piles of laundry. The uh, you know that's a great uh, he he's a yeah, great he, that director. is a great bit yeah that's... no I mean yeah no that's <laughs> yeah Bri- John, Brian's never gonna retire sitting on the stool bit but when do you think Brian is ever gonna retire sitting <laughs> when on the I stool? learn how to write good material yeah <laughs> you would think it would be in situations where there isn't a tall enough stool for it to make sense but no, no. It's, but it's, he's just perseverance like a sometimes it's like a just he'll a regular he'll do it, he'll do it anyway even if the stool is as tall as his knees yeah he's <laughs> like. <laughs> And then he has to bend his knees to make it look like as though he's got short legs. Is that not funnier? No. <laughs> well, you have to explain. You're like, oh, I'm such a hack that I can't even think of a new... I want to see him take a shovel and literally dig a hole so that he's got room to swing his feet. <laughs> you start destroying the stage, just hacking at it with a hatchet. Dude, Hold on! Sec. It's I gonna need be to worth create it. the illusion. It's going to be worth it. Did he tell you what happened when the last time we went to Fredericton? He actually... He made Brad. Brad was going up before him. He's like, "Hey, Brad, do you want? Do you mind going up there with this?" We're standing right at the back of the room. He made Brad this fucking tall, laggy. Shut up, Franken. This Frankenstein-looking kid walk up on stage with a stool that he's not going to sit on just for the purposes of Brian. So Brad, like, he had to carry the stool over the heads of all of these people, and then he just plonks it over there, and he's just looking there with his big eyes, and he's like, "Uh." I just brought this here for Brian. If you and then he's just two minutes of just trying to him explaining why he brought the stool there, just bombing, eating shit. I don't have to hey, I I understand the the want for to not bring up your own stool and then use it. I would have asked the host to bring it up for me. I have asked people. Well, the host was Eric Payne, which would be an <laughs> a disgrace. <laughs> Eric, if, if you don't mind using your one good leg <laughs> to limp up with this fucking giant... Ka-ting, ka-tish, ka-ting, ka-tish, ka-ting, ka-tish. Like, he's a, like he's in a knight in a full suit of armor. <laughs> oh, man. If the listeners... You probably would have had 50, 
Huh? What show is this? This is at the Grim Ross. Our listeners don't know. Uh, Eric Payne has like one 15, metal leg, so. He, he probably would have had like 15 brand new improv minutes about how he has one leg and he had to carry that stool up. So. Yeah. And uh, he makes Strobocop sound effects when he walks. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he, he ends every set with thank you for your cooperation. Thank you for your cooperation. <laughs> Madam. Freeze. <laughs> creep. You Madam, move, creep. <laughs> Madam, you have been sexually assaulted. I have contacted a rape crisis center. <laughs> <laughs> Did you watch that new Robocop? The new Robocop versions? The remake what? ones? The new ones? I don't know. He's in black. There's a new black He's not black as in like he's not it like, was Black bland. Panther. But it was bland. It was just a bland yeah. Yeah, it was like, sci-fi It's like the new movie. Star Wars. Yeah. I kind of actually, uh, I don't think most people did, but I actually kind of like the new, the well, not new, it's probably 10 years old now, but the Total Recall remake with uh, Claire, Colin Farrell. Oh, Colin Farrell, I haven't watched it. I liked it. Yeah. I don't remember anything about it, but I remember being pleasantly surprised. I don't have as much, like I've obviously seen the original one, but I don't have like the strong nostalgia for it, so I don't feel like it's been ruined for me. It was a good I try to watch those things in terms of, like, is it just a good movie or not? I don't care if it's not as good as whatever, as the thing that it's remaking, but I think it was a decent a, sci-fi movie. It's a strong Paul Verhoeven movie. It's not as good as Robocop. Like, yeah. Robocop's his thing. But it's, yeah, and it's, a, it's a, like, a completely different tone to it, obviously. Do you like, think Arnold Schwarzenegger actually kind of hurts it a little bit? Yeah, he's not a good actor. <laughs> The only the only roles that Arnold Schwarzenegger are good in is when he's supposed to be that way. Like he's perfect for Predator. You haven't watched his Terminator. recent movies where he's like a his recent sort of vigilante movies. His uh, uh, no, I his Liam Neeson uh, 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 style movies. What was that? No, I haven't. Well, the one where I just watched. Where I, he's, I wanted to watch. Is it? Is he in Collateral Damage? That seems like. A no. Yeah, that was like yes, one of yeah. his last. But uh, that's what that's what action hero. Yeah. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'm talking about the recent ones where he's like an old guy, and his daughter gets taken by the mob or oh, something uh, like that. She's turning into a zombie or something. Maggie, no, no, right? no, 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 man. This is a diff. Well, maybe that one, but this yeah, is I the think one that before is that. Thing. I haven't seen it, but I think that is what Maggie's about. My daughter's a zombie. <laughs> what do I do? Well, and I'm not the first. Do you one understand? To make she's a zombie. I'm not the first one to make this point, but it's just it's just hilarious that for so many years that this is a gigantic bodybuilding guy with a strong Austrian accent, and everybody in all of the movies just pretends that this is regular yep, Joe, just American a normal dude, just a normal person, just like me. I teach other elementary school. Just like, how, <laughs> just like how most people th- pretend like I'm a just a regular white guy, just a toxic masculine man, you know. Yeah, no, you rather than a rather than what I actually am, which is a sort of. I don't know. I, th- I feel like you're the whitest guy here. Yeah, I'm an alt right POC edge lord. Yeah, you're, right? you're like our you're like our Kanye. Yeah, someone at, someone at work said. You should call him Arif Trump or something like that. They made a joke about. That's exactly like, what are you talking about? What do you? You mean? do love Trump, right? I, d- <laughs> I one hundred percent. I mean, I get the, like I, the bit about about trolling people about liking Trump is hilarious because it just completely sends people off the edge. 
Yeah. But no, I mean that is so gay if you like. <laughs> 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 I mean, I just watched footage of him recently where he's like trying to do a speech and his fucking dentures are falling off because he didn't put enough water in them and he's just playing on all those sort of dark floors like oh, eyelids on <laughs> what are you fucking is that what he's like talking about windmills no he's talking about Iran or something like that we showed them what we can color <laughs> what the fuck are you doing man it's um, like him and uh, who's the uh, the prime minister of Britain now Boris uh, Johnson Karloff Boris Karloff <laughs> correct they, Boris Becker they just kind of remind me of like the two uh, vultures from Dumbo or whatever the jungle book yeah you know with the bowl cuts well i think boris johnson's a little bit more erudite than fucking trump but anyway boris uh, johnson looks like like a kindergartner yeah probably what about his hair brian yes you got something (laughs) you got something about the hair what what if you had a rat tail that'd be pretty great yeah, it's pretty good. Like a G.I. Joe t-shirt. Well, we were supposed to make John look like an asshole for a half a, for an hour, but uh, you certainly... Uh, yeah, no, I... The moving on. <laughs> brought, uh, um, brought this to a crashing halt. This is why This is why I don't do political comedy. <laughs> 2019 was so crazy, you guys. <laughs> well, he made... He made that we were outside smoking, and Brian made some joke, and we, we, we were joking around about something. He's like, ah... Oh, Man, that just sounds like Trump speech or something like that. And it just fucking... Like, we were just small. And I was like, what are you doing, Brian? Who are you doing this political commentary? I like, I don't even really believe in it. Maybe yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> like, I, who are you trying like, to convince here? Like, like I'm, it's just me, Mike, and him. Like when and it he com- goes, oh, it's just, just like a Trump speech. Well, when it, when it comes to, when it comes to that whole humorist. thing... Like I know there's an in there. I know there's something funny about it, but I just keep poking at it. Like it's not, <laughs> like I don't know what to do with it. Yeah, he's he's like a bear and just finds like I'm just, just more, like pawing I'm more at like Leonardo a dad DiCaprio. with like an instruction booklet. And I'm just like okay, so that that word goes there. And, yeah, uh, you know, we make fun of that and uh, yeah, you're just like Winnie the Pooh with a bowl, big a bowl of honey or a jar of honey. You just put your head in the honey. <gasps> oh, bother. <laughs> No Trump head, jokes here. Is my head stuck in a No one. Oh, bother. No one's laughing. Christopher Robin. Christopher Robin. No one is laughing I've, at I've, my I've Trump apparently humor. stuck my head in a, another bowl of honey. <laughs> I've apparently made another Trump joke and nobody's laughing. I'm oh, Eeyore. <laughs> <laughs> That's good job. Good job, John. Yeah, I'm Thank Eeyore. You. <laughs> Thank you, Improv. He's, he's improv All right, you got it. <laughs> Yard there, John. <laughs> I, guess I am Eeyore. Oh, I guess everyone's gonna think that I was talking about disemboweling strippers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bother. I guess I won't be going to Moncton again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, that's a. Like, anytime the the comedy world sort of invades into like the guy I was at work today and this guy because you you watch that Chappelle uh, winning the Mark Twain he got anyway he won the Mark Twain award and something like that and it's very good the speech is really funny and whatever and this guy you know you know I'm at work and he's like uh, comes up to me he's like you know Chappelle's not like those other comedians you know Chappelle is really like a street philosopher you know he's like just a king philosopher and, and you're something like, Great, about uh, it just can you pass me uh, can you pass me that 
the headset. Well, and go to work. calling calling him a street philosopher a has street. a bit of racism built into it. Yeah, already. because he couldn't be an actual philosopher. <laughs> <laughs> Why? He's, he's like I mean, he's wearing sneakers. He's like on. a regular philosopher, only he's black. Yes. You know, he's a real urban wink wink <laughs> philosopher. He's so eloquent. Yes. Real clean. <laughs> Um, real philosopher from the hood. Yeah, yeah. Well, now you just went real full on racist. Look, we were implying it. Philosophy in the hood. Um, it's like he's not playing chess. He's playing dominoes while he's rattling off his. <laughs> I I recognize the effort. Uh, you know, or I like bones it. as they call them. Yeah, I like it. Backgammon, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, backgammon. Uh, yeah, that's real big. He's playing Crips or something yeah, like that. Yeah, he's, he's playing real, dice in the back alley. Yeah, backgammon's yeah. real big at cookouts. That's right. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I've never. You've never been to a cookout. You fucking. I've watched, you weren't Eddie. I've watched who, Boys in the Hood no less than five <laughs> times. I watched Half Baked, and uh, you know. But I don't know something about the philosopher. I mean, I get. I, I don't even. I like. I don't even have a problem with the philosopher part. But I think you know at the. There's the one end where like comedians are trash, which well, Norm I don't has the perfect line about it about how like saying comedians are the new philosophers yeah. is kind of I forget how it goes, but like what so that's Amazing. offensive to fucking messed it up. I thought he was gonna do the fucking line. I forgot. He just what it destroyed. Was. <laughs> He's like, he know, says he goes. Uh, I had to be there. Yeah, <laughs> he says. Um, right, uh, people call comedians philosophers, which comes as a real surprise to you know. Actual philosophers. <laughs> uh, Who did that? Norm. Yeah. Norm MacDonald. Um, yeah, I mean, classic. But you didn't like Mark Norman voice. Huh? I did it in Mark Norman. I I don't. I do a shitty. Oh yeah, uh, no, yeah. It just I did it. Ha ha. No. Ha ha. Well, you know that. No, that, that's that's still Norm. Is that Mark? No, I think I do. Still it's doing still Mark. Both. A little bit of both. I'll get there. Um, but I got. I don't know what what it is that annoyed me about why I was like so like at so some are people point people not mad at Dave Chappelle anymore they over it no he won the Mark Twain award it's it's okay I suppose I mean Eddie Murphy won the Mark Twain award three years ago as a why the fuck is Eddie Murphy winning the Mark Twain award this is uh, this is how I found out there was a Mark Twain award <laughs> there wasn't a Mark Twain award when Mark Twain was around by the way <laughs> no they just called it an award yeah. But I don't know. There's something about Mark Twain f- did big at the Homers. Yeah, that's a that's a literary joke. Yeah. Yeah. Let's 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 <clears throat> doing that. Go ahead, make yeah. a point. Well, that wasn't really a point, but I think I think there was something about something in there about because I'd be like, Ricky Gervais goes in there and makes fun of these people, and I oh, we're having a good ceremony. People are having a good time, and he couldn't do it. And then, you know, well, at the other a, end, he's trash. I remember, like, that day, my Facebook was, like, 50-50. Like, Ricky Gervais is the, ju- the devil versus Ricky Gervais is the greatest comedian of all time. Like, it's, it was very split on... And it really depended on, like... The people, the that people that were complaining about Ricky were like, yeah, that's on brand for this website or that person, for well, sure. I mean, I don't know whether he's the greatest comedian of all time, but that was just a fucking... It, it was just beautiful. I mean, it was just... Yeah, like, it was as good as it gets within the limitations of being yeah. a host of a big, dumb board show. Yes, no, that's why it was so great, was because yeah. just in that... like, It's like that... 
SNL set that Louis did, right? Like that 10 yeah. minute is just amazing. Just as pure comedy because it's just, you know, for SNL, that's great. Like maybe that does a B plus as or for a, for a yeah, regular Louis it's set. It's kind of like my set at the stripper. Correct. It's, it's right. kind of, It's just yes. the perfect that's, combination. Yeah, it's <laughs> really good for and location. Yeah. I always like, uh, I feel I, like I was an inspiration for that. Yeah, I he think probably so. probably heard about it. Yeah, he back in time. He went back in time, forward in time. He did a Back to the Future. He did a what was the one where uh, the Scott Bakula movie? Oh, um, Quantum uh, Leap. Quantum, quantum Leap. He did a Quantum Leap to show. the Future. Yeah, that was <laughs> just just John waking up in a bedroom with a Mickey Mouse shirt and going, I'm retarded. And then look, <laughs> looking in the mirror, seeing his John's own. regular face. <laughs> I just like the image of John waking up every morning thinking he's a quantum being and then finding out that he's retarded every day. It's it's like fucking Groundhog Day, but he wakes up every morning retarded. It's the same alarm. Look at this thing. So you're listening to the Laughing at Our Own Jokes podcast. May post, May posted an image of John wearing a hoodie with a fucking stuffed animal in the hood. <laughs> His name is Mr. Looks, Sprite. You look... <laughs> just John's chinless face staring blankly. I've at the got multiple chins. Thank you very much. John, please grow your beard back. Oh my god. <laughs> For the love of Christ. Oh my no, God. I need to lead into making fun of all these bearded white comedians now because I don't have one. That's the lane I can go down now. Yeah. Get like, right on board. Like, the only thing your face says to me is, well, I guess May's pretty much stuck with me. <laughs> <laughs> She's got nowhere to go. Dude, <laughs> you should get, you should get like a chin strap, man. <laughs> Just the neck beard. Yeah. Maybe you should do it like flames and stuff like that. Yeah, that would be good. I'll get a flame like, stencil for my face. Just get like an old-timey mustache and maybe like carve your fucking sideburns in a lightning bolt. Yeah, maybe do like Epstein didn't kill himself, you know, because <laughs> I saw the camera footage, like the whole thing over your head. Yeah. Just, just, uh, <laughs> yeah. Just, have, yeah. just have them shave that into what's left of your hair. <laughs> Damn, you called you bald and fat and stupid and retarded, dude. You gonna take that shit? Yes. Can't believe it. <laughs> In his own home. Damn. <laughs> wow. Oh, uh, you know we love you, buddy. No, we don't. <laughs> I'm kidding. Obviously, this was uh, this was a lot of fun, man. We got an hour and twenty. Um, this is the part of the podcast where we tell you, how listeners, to you got an hour and twenty. You You're got welcome. We only got. They usually just get sixty minutes, man. Yeah, so um, this is 60 minutes. Tick, 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 tick. That's a good one. And that's what that feels like. That's, that's, that and then we close me. And you close <laughs> on that. You. <laughs> Thank you, Delta and Frederick. I'm so sorry, everyone, for half of these. Man, you know, it's all swing and a miss sometimes. It's like... <laughs> it's all so, home runs here, baby. It's like whenever I... I just I don't know whether you get this like you posted up that picture this morning about the about our set at the five and died, and I realized like 
no one laughs at my actual material it's only <laughs> it's all like or the only laughs i ever get feel like as though the ones you know whatever the fucking garbage ones that i have people just want to see the brown guy be mean to people that's but they were laughing at you it's not true because they were laughing at your jokes like it's your jokes as well like you i mean they were no, laughing no. at both of us but even even john like i remember john said when he did that set at the punchlines when he did that joke about <laughs> when he did the joke about yuck yucks where he's like uh, hopefully julie and shane uh don't burn the profit you do the joke I don't want to burn the. This will go well as long as Julie and Shane don't pick up a real bad coke habit and run this thing into the ground. <laughs> you did it with a little bit more verve. <laughs> the raucous applause. I'm not a jukebox. Yeah. I just didn't want to <laughs> destroy your fucking own jo- your own joke. Watch me fucking shit on your joke. Um. But yeah, no one laughs at my actual. <laughs> so my actual thoughts, no one is interested in. <laughs> Thank you. You yeah. finally came to that realization. <laughs> I should be. I should take up. Do you think I should do like a slideshow, like a Troy Haynes slideshow of all the books that I read? Yeah, just uh, find any. Then with my pe- end with my yeah, penis yeah. in front of him, one of them. Find any excuse to have your tiny dick. Like, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> show up in the corner of a photo. I feel like that was an old bit. That that, that must have been someone else's bit. Um. Like the thing with the slides and the the penis, the shadow of the penis. I I, I didn't I didn't even see it the first time he did. Like uh, I saw it's, him it's, do the bit, It depends on it the lighting the and uh, yeah. Sometimes there's a glare on that thing and you don't even notice. I'm like wow, vacation photos. You really nailed that one home, Troy. Great. Like, yeah. Like oh, it's supposed to be his penis. Yeah. That's usually how people go through my material. <laughs> Oh, he's swinging his legs because he's short. Ah! But I get it, man. Like that, that's what comes. I mean, I guess ah, that's male Pennington's like the store for ladies, <laughs> but for boys. <laughs> <laughs> Damn! All right. Well, this sounds. This is good enough, I think. You know. Sure. Should we plug things? I don't know. Joe? Well, we did have a good year and review. We didn't do any year and review stuff. Just more of this, baby. <laughs> Yeah. 2020 I mean, is here today. Skankfest was the only th- like that was the that was the most sort of I guess Skankfest and all of the. Sh- I mean, my my favorite moment, honestly, even over Skankfest, was the uh, was the fifteen twenty minutes that the three of us had in the car, uh, <laughs> laughing. <laughs> Uh, doing Kick voices up. of uh, what if <laughs> what if, the, the what if Godzilla Kong? and King Kong were both what are you doing like retarding we had Down Syndrome <laughs> I did attempt it on stage though I mean that was the best that was the good. topper to the to the fact that you tried it on stage and it's eight such it shit. It was okay. It didn't. It it ate, ate horrible shit, and then May was in the background, just head <laughs> just, in hand, just leaving. Screw it. <laughs> uh, how can I get divorced? Somehow packing bags at the venue. <laughs> she was actually considering putting on blackface to make it less offensive for you. <laughs> actually, like yeah, blackface and then climbing a model building. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See you guys. This is not worse. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah. No, it was a good deer, man. Down syndrome kick off. 
Ugly lady. It's so fucked up. Ugly <laughs> take her all the way to the top. Oh, so mad. There's a good view up here. Look at all the pretty blades. Yeah, Skyfest was the one thing that I think, you know, that was... Yeah, I think that was like educational and I kind of learned about a lot about sort of... I'd, I'd say... Like the difference between, uh, you know, what you think the mainstream is and what the main... Like, what actual comedy is. You know what I mean? Like, I was reading that, that, that Cliff Nesteroff book. Do you know what that Cliff Nesteroff is? They, Maybe they, you mentioned it at the I movie. Think, the and in, it, in the beginning, he talks, like, in the second chapter, he talks about the difference between vaudeville and the burlesque show. So, apparently, the when it started, like, in the big, at the turn of the 20th century... So there was two styles of comedy. So vaudeville was this, like, it was kind of this sort of, was this actual show. So the idea of working blues, you know, the idea, the the concept working blue came from, is a vaudeville term where the the owner of the Orpheum Theater, would they would sit in the back of these, of these venues and they would write down all of the material that you did that the bad jokes that you did on a blue card and send it to the back of the send it to the green room to let you know that you can't if you got a pink slip you or if you got a i don't know i think green slip you were okay but if you got a blue slip that means you were you were doing some sort of offensive material and the people who are doing the the body kind of like whatever crazy racist joke those were the those were the uh, burlesque comedians you know but burlesque like they were popular like um, uh, vaudeville was more popular but burlesque had the more sort of raucous kind of laughter yeah, well you know? like vaudeville and i think like, that that's who's what on, who's on is, first type stuff and like the burlesque people would be like the lenny bruce's or well, well earlier, no, lenny bruce earlier than that but uh well yeah, actually i'm thinking that he would have like he would have done show he lenny bruce performed in like strip clubs and cd places like that, yeah. that was he was like, at bar that was much later than burlesque yeah and all that other but stuff. i think that what like what i saw was the difference i think with like with being at Skankfest. i felt like this is when i'm reading about this the differences between vaudeville and and burlesque I, it reminded me of being in 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 Skankfest because you didn't re i didn't realize how popular like i always thought that this stuff was always fringe stuff yeah like right to, and the to me i feel like <clears throat> Skankfest is what comedy is supposed to be and like everything else is just kind of shitted up a little bit and that's why it's always surprising to me and it's always been this way whenever like even in buttfuck nowhere new brunswick that i just I don't know. I, I feel like any show that isn't no jokes barred just feels like you're doing it wrong. And that's like it, it back in the day, like when the, it first started and like everybody was bending over backwards to not offend. Like they thought that like, well, we got to get these fucking old ladies in here and we don't want to offend anybody. Like that's just if you're not going to go all in, like what's the point? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I agree. I don't uh, like, like, I, like, I, I don't see but I Skankfest was... as a special brand of comedy. Like to no. me, that's the default, and like everything else is just no. some bastardization. Of what it. what I'm saying is that both, but the thing is that vaudeville and burlesque existed together. There is no. So vaudeville was just as true to comedy, yeah. as, well, and maybe, as burlesque and maybe, was, and, right? Yeah. Like, it's just that we were in. Bur 
like Skankfest is essentially burlesque. Yeah. And what well, maybe, the, maybe, the, maybe that's <clears throat> the issue and maybe it should be more splintered because I think the, the problem is that there's uh, comedians and audience members expecting one thing and getting the other and not being happy about it. Possibly, yeah. So, so they're like, yeah, they're expecting burlesque and yeah, they're getting like if, or they're, they're getting vaudeville. They've been yeah. If if I'm going on being booked onto a show that I that is a very out and out, this is vaudeville. Okay, fine. I understand what I'm getting into. I can work within those. Right. But if it's like, this is a burlesque show, and then you do burlesque material, and then it's like, oh, no. somebody was here for vaudeville, and they didn't like that. Yeah. That's unfair. It's, it's, it's yeah. I think that there's a weird... I think that there is a, there's a certain kind of danger that's associated with burlesque that is marketable, yeah. but... Yeah, and maybe it the should split because segment. there's definitely a market for bland comedy, is how I. See but it. most people's but. like sentiment, like the the the, uh, the their, their actual feelings are more vaudevillian in that they're they have things that they don't want to be poked on, yeah. right? But they like the they really like the idea of being burlesque like cool and edgy and on the fringes but you don't really want to be on the fringes it's just like like all of these like uh like the 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 guys that i know you know the musicians and stuff like that who suddenly all of a sudden take on the take on the politics and the rhetoric of sort of very conservative minded people right and they're like you know five years ago they were like crust punks talking about you know, being, you know, loving fucking, you know, Gigi Allen and shit. And then suddenly they hear, you know, Ricky Gervais set or, you know, Louis or fucking Chappelle. And it's a fucking, it's a, it's a big Oops. problem, right? Like literally you had no problem watching a guy fucking putting shit on his own head. But suddenly a guy telling a joke is a, is a problem. So it's like, this is what I mean. Like the, the well, sentiment. Gigi Allen would straight up rape people at the shows. That's probably worse than the shit on the head. What's that? He would straight up like rape people, rape Gigi Allen. Oh really? Yeah, I didn't know that's that. That's worse than the shit on the head. Well, I didn't know that. Like it's a bucket list item for a lot of people, like because they they want to be it's like the a, person it's like, that everyone's paying attention to. That's why you get like a lot of people that come through. They'll do it once and they'll do like their nice cutesy version of that, and then they'll disappear forever. Because it's like, like the phoniness of like seeing a hot chick wearing a motorhead T-shirt. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like it's not that I care that you don't. I I don't care. That, I don't know anything about Motorhead or anything like that, but I don't believe that. Like, there's something about wearing a Motorhead T-shirt. It just seems I, I, cool. I know. Do you I, know what I mean? I know chicks that like Motorhead. No, no, no. But like the point of person like the, who you, wears you know, a Motorhead T-shirt. Like doesn't, I'm a rock star. Look yeah, they like the idea of things. liking Motorhead because it's sort of cool and sort of it's got guns and it's like you know badass. Yeah. Right. But. You know, if they were to actually listen, be in on the conversations that, you know, Lemmy probably had, or if he was, they were actually in one of those dressing rooms, I'm sure they would be horrified by what. That's like how I sit around with a Mexican wrestling mask. (laughs) (laughs) I know I don't have the athleticism to. Yeah. Just like. Yeah, you're just cosplaying. (laughs) Essentially, that, yeah. It's It's vaudeville people cosplaying a fucking, you know. they, na- they called themselves Prog Rock Princess on ICQ. 
I'm, I'm not saying anything about me. I don't think it is. I think she's pretty edgy. I just she's uh, she's an apostate. That's all. Uh, they don't know her secret. I do. I think we do, but you know, they won't like her when she's unwoke. Man, they got they got Saint Vincent is now. Uh, people Saint Vincent is in trouble, I guess. Or something. People oh, got what? upset at Saint Vincent. I just watched um, the uh, Nirvana reunion thing that she sang on today. With what's she in trouble for? She said that she put up a she put up a post on Twitter saying, uh, uh, "I for one found that Ricky Gervais said hilarious." And of course, that's just like, you know, that's a hipster mudslide, man. That is, this is just a, it's an earthquake. It's, oh my this God. is, this is a forest fire. I think, yeah, they're, they're I think something people that who, well, is funny. Oh my God. That, that upset everyone who posted that uh, article headline that said Tom Hanks was such a mood last night. Like, yeah. So, <laughs> so many people on math burnt what, their bloodstones. I, I don't entirely understand why anybody's mad about the like is it that he was rude oh but they they, because he was right don't no no because he has a history don't pontificate you're a bunch of dumb actors like who's upset about that other than dumb actors to do like well it wasn't i mean i don't i yeah i agree with you guys but i think that their uh their problem with him goes back from before set because he was sort of hit because of his comedy i guess oh the, the, yeah he had a like, because of his special he had a bit in his last whatever. netflix special about trans people or, or something. something like that i yeah. never did watch that netflix special it was great good. i liked it yeah yeah i am I'm, I'm hit or miss on ricky i like the office i really yeah. like dextras he is hit or miss you're not wrong about um yeah. i have no interest in watching the show where he's the retarded guy yeah it's it's not good or the it. suicide one the yeah. uh, the one where they both shows about you, but you know, <laughs> the one with uh, like the, the the midget actor that was in Return of the Jedi is pretty good. That's pretty fun. Oh yeah, that's too short. Yeah, yeah, I did watch that. Well, Liam Neeson bursting in and uh, trying to improv. Yeah, so, yeah, oh, I, 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 <laughs> I feel like Ricky Gervais might only be good when he's also with Stephen Merchant. I feel like that as well. But his stand-up is very good. He is very yeah. funny on his stand-up. His first stand-up special is really funny. Politics? Yeah. It's very, very good. Yeah, no, I just... Um, even when I'm... I don't know. There just seems to be a bit of a... I don't, like, I am an atheist. Or, well, I'm agnostic, I guess. But that, I don't know. Even though I agree with most of the points that they're making, kind of the smug, like, aren't I clever atheism kind of stuff. I don't know. People keep saying that he's a... People saying that people say that attitude for everything. I don't don't know whether you think that... I mean, I don't know why you think... I mean, people say keep saying that about the smug atheist, but I was like... There's nothing more smug than knowing the answer... than pretending to know the answers of the universe from a book that was written, uh, you know... Who's more arrogant? The guy who says, you know, there is, yeah, you know, paper, there are, there are better answers to moral questions in the beginning of the universe? Yeah, it's not the point <laughs> that he's making. It's more a tone thing, I think. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I never... I, the, the, that's a... Anyway. But... Seems condescending. Maybe. Well, there, the maybe there are certain things that you should be condescending about. I, I get all... Of, uh, People should be condescended to. I get all of my moral guidance <clears throat> from Star Wars. That's right. Dude, I attempted to watch Star Wars recently with my daughter. Uh, I you, could, the first one? Like A New Hope? Like, yeah. Like first, first one? Yeah. We, it was so bad, dude. It, the acting and every... is so fucking unwatchable. 
Like I, could, I, could, I was like, you watch the set. I cannot. Does I, she I watched, like it? Huh? Does she like it? I mean, yeah. You watch Hidden Fortress with her yet? No. I haven't watched Hidden Fortress with her. The mm-hmm. Kurosawa movie, right? Yeah, yeah, the one that I loaned you. The so, subtitles, you know, she uh, she'll make it through eventually. Just it's just the read subtitles. Them. Just do the voices. Just do the voices. Just, just, like, oh, oh, just put the clockwork orange eye clamps on her and set her down. Um, she does watch odd things that's, you know... <clears throat> like, we watch Apocalypse Now together, and I thought... <laughs> it's a good story just about... Uh, daddy-daughter time. That's right. Um, what is the weirdest thing that we watch together? Eyes wide shut. Eyes wide shut. <laughs> um, uh, each took one uh, hole of the binoculars to spy on a woman changing across the street. <laughs> <laughs> You're hogging it. Let me see. Let me see. <laughs> you got a ladder outside her window. <laughs> Come on, get out of the way. Get out of the get way. Get out of the way. You're ruining it. <laughs> Your boner tips the ladder off. Get out of the camera. Come on. <laughs> You guys later watch Animal House. You're like, Daddy, we did that. <laughs> just crashes through the window. I was, I was looking for my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> did you see her? So you've got an erection. You've got a full erection. Like, Dad, I got the panties, and she's running. <laughs> run, yeah. run! Daddy, daughter, panty rape. That's right. <laughs> um, yeah, Star Wars is no good, dude. Uh, first two Star Wars. No I good. like them yeah. well enough. I've never been like back. super hardcore into them. I like. I never saw them until um, the like the re redone CGI version ones. Yeah, when they were when they put those out in theaters, New Hope and Empire Strikes Back. I saw those for the first time in the theater. Not like with the the added CGI stuff that everybody's pissed off about. Yeah, it's it, like it, it's fine. It, it cartoons it up a little bit, but it's cartoony. It's a movie. It's a movie about space wizards made for children. Yeah. Like it's yeah, as good as that's going to get. Empire Strikes Back is a little bit better than that. Yeah, so they added some emotional weight to this movie about space. We wizards. watch cartoons, and that's it's fine. Like a Toy Story four, I kind of you know I was into it. I didn't mind. It's it's always like it's always you watch. I, I always watch it. I don't know where you go through this thing where you watch it through the eyes of the kid, you know? Yeah. Like I watch it. I'm all it comes at a little bit of a distance where I'm always sort of like, what if, you know? That's how that's how I watch everything on Pornhub, just through the <laughs> eyes of a child. Well, I, I see. Uh, You've been watching like, like I, porn. I, I enjoy watching a movie that I like with a friend who hasn't seen it before. I assume it's a similar. Thing. I no, enjoyed, it's very. Upset. I enjoy watching trauma movies through the eyes of an arrow. Is, is, is that why you got all uh, giddy and excited when you made me watch that movie about the mortician? Yes, and fuck the corpse. Absolutely. <laughs> is that Are the Japanese sure? one? Uh, it was Italian. No, I think, it, no, I it? think it's Mexican. You, you, like uh, same thing. Before you go off to work, I need you to see something, and then he sits like a little too close. <laughs> <laughs> start this... rubbing his thigh <laughs> meanwhile there's this mortician like just jamming a knife in the pussy of a dead woman good lord <laughs> it's very artistic it really is it is the most artistic necrophilia movie ever made man he's like the sequel isn't as good <laughs> i love the fact that we the three of us we, actually we... that's that's part two of a trilogy and i cry every time i watch part three yeah it's very touching 
Yeah. Did we watch part three? No, we, we didn't even watch part one. I just so the retarded man gets a standing ovation at the end of the comedy set. <laughs> part one's garbage. Part one is like a shitty like black and white student film, and it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Second one is awesome. The third one is actually. <laughs> he, he, had, he had to like take a breath. I mean, these fucking these fucking movie reviews. <laughs> <laughs> This I'm trying was great. to spoil this it. Watch, was awesome. watch Aftermath. Like, no, nothing outside of this was great. Aftermath, directed by Nacho Cerda. I'm not sure if you can even find it on the internet. And then part three is a very touching story about loss and love. And it makes me cry. Yeah. I remember, like, well, I don't, I don't know what John's thoughts were about that Japanese fucking whatever that serial killer movie where he's like jerking off into a plant and Ichi the oh, killer. Ichi, Ichi. Yeah. like Brian and I were sitting over here in his living room with John and May, like cracking jokes the whole time because it was far better than watching intently as a woman just gets disemboweled and a man just gets hung by meat hooks. And then watching Meanwhile, John's face, like just single. getting annoyed at us because, like, laugh. That's like, John, are we supposed to like really pay attention we're, to a man just, just watching getting... this poor woman get beaten with an iron and a single tear just <laughs> yeah. rolled down his cheek? He was so he was getting he was genuinely getting upset because yeah, RF watches a movie like uh, like a meme of a girlfriend on the internet where she just talks the whole time and then has to ask, "What's going on? Who's that guy?" And you have to explain it because it's funnier that way. Because it's better than taking it seriously. How could I? Pay I like that to watch seriously? a movie. You've watched that movie so many times. Yeah, I don't so mind as much when it's a movie that I have already seen a million times. But you would. I I pretty I oh, I probably never want to watch a movie for the first time with you guys. No, like, the Irishman. I was trusted that. Well, I had to give you a pre warning to shut the fuck up. But. Yeah, but we were gonna do you that. Probably you, were, you probably were going to anyway. We weren't gonna watch. He gave me like a similar warning. He's like, "You're gonna fucking put your phone in your pocket. If I see you take it out, I'm gonna." It's a Martin Scorsese film versus some cooking Japanese fucking movie where there's a crazy fucking person. The Japanese part is not the important part, listeners. The fact hey. that this person think it's about the, the scale they're getting tortured for fucking twenty minutes, and I'm supposed to sit there. I like, heard he paints houses. <laughs> We're talking about Takashi Miyake's best movie versus Martin, Martin Scorsese's, what, like, fourth, fifth best? No. No, no, no. Even? No. Probably not. It, Second. Lower? Probably. It's his Second? Best, it's his best yeah. gangster movie. Probably, yeah. It's his best gangster. It's better than, yeah, it's better than Casino Goodfellas for sure. Easily. 100%. I don't know about that. I mean, it's not quite as good as Hugo, but... Yeah. <laughs> I didn't mind Hugo. I watched Hugo I by like myself. I Hugo a lot. Yeah. yeah. You're like, I watched it by myself. Yeah. That, that's your review style. I watched... Uh, I saw a thing today... Uh, <laughs> I watched it alone in the dark. <laughs> We're all alone in the dark watching movies. Some right? uh, guy who's trying to make a point for no reason. <laughs> We're all alone in the dark. Right? Some YouTube deep fake guy went through the Irishman and like fixed all of the de-aging stuff in like a week using free software and it actually looks better. Good for them, man. That, what does that does that like impact the themes of the film or how you? Feel no, no. The only the only I I don't have any problem with the movie, but like the weird CGI young versions of them was kind of weird. Oh, my favorite of all that is like how like they just 
couldn't make Pacino not look like a 76-year-old man. Yeah, yeah they You can't can. CGI like a guy who's like hunched over. It's his posture, man. Like the posture is a hard thing. Yeah, like to... the body language is hard to fake even if they could get the faces right. Like just seeing like De Niro, Don De Niro stumble over and like kick that guy. Yeah, he doesn't, like... it doesn't look good at all. That's bad. No, no but even, but even the faces was odd and a bit of an uncanny valley type thing. I watched. I've watched that movie more. I'll, I'll than... send you guys the link, and it shows kind of like a side by side. I'm, I'm going to be honest. Watching the movie, I didn't really give a shit or notice. No. But like watching the comparison, like the deep fake guys. I don't know how it does, but it's really good. Like, have you seen any of that stuff? Is that the they same use AI, guy that yeah. put like Sylvester Stallone into like Home Alone and stuff? You guys see this? It's this an AI thing guy, that they but... use. They use yeah. it. It's a yeah. It's basically it's just like a. That. It's... But it's it works. It's just a code that you would and and, us- I, I, and I usually get that software and insert my face into like good comedy <laughs> yeah. shows. And u- usually it's uh <laughs> it's used to put like something incongruous and incongruous into something. So like they, I, I like the, they put Sylvester Stallone they, on the they home do alone. like the uh, the the Full House intro and every character is Nick Offerman. <laughs> yeah, that was and, and stuff like that but in this case they basically used that same technology and just replaced old man weird cgi robert de niro with whatever taxi driver with, yeah, like, yeah robert de niro but that's not the the point why they didn't do taxi driver robert de niro is because it's not taxi driver robert de niro that's remembering his life it's present day robert de niro remembering his life so like when you remember you, you have memories of yourself. You don't... Like, the way memory works is that you don't imagine... I do uh, remember a myself. Version. John accomplished that by making his... Fa- as a CGI child. Yeah, John accomplished that by just making his face like a CGI child. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, it, it works like, better for John because his face looks like a baby's face. Yeah, I, I want to I, I remember being a five-year-old, so I'm just going to have a five-year-old's face with for a four-year-old's head. For yeah. <laughs> If somebody deep faked my current head onto baby John's head, well, he wouldn't I'm, notice the difference. No, I'm never going to catch up to my hairline ever again, so I'm going to catch up to my childhood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just a fat white baby. <laughs> oh, man. Just like the worst case of Benjamin Button syndrome. <laughs> no. If, like somehow Benjamin Button syndrome got mixed with Downs. <laughs> oh, my God. That was right. You can't... I'm not the one... (laughs) Got his ass! Got his ass! Come over here! Just do my material as a baby. (laughs) I went to the ship. Be like the baby in Fruit Frame Roger Rabbit. (laughs) Chopping a cigar. Just like, then I saw Diamond or whatever. Um, Get over here, toots. (laughs) Yeah, you should do more voices, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think the silence speaks more than that. Silence speaks more than words. I think that's uh, <laughs> the sound. Those are the reviews for John's uh, French Festival hey, show. I did a voice that silence Ryan speaks. didn't even know was me. It's true. Yeah, I, I, I didn't know uh, who that voice was at the end of your last show. No, 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 we're talking about something else that was real. Okay. <laughs> Well, I mean, this. this was a fucking cracking episode, man. Yeah, if only you guys edited this thing, we could take out the bad part. One hundred percent. That would be ten minutes. 
of Brian just laughing. Yeah, just just have it nothing but the jokes that I tried that did work. Yeah, it's just silence. Um, we just call that uh, you know just episode two forty two. That's right. Well, Brian, what do you got? As some sort of show coming, you gotta do well, the same material at them. <laughs> I, I found out when the next um, when the next Sunday afternoons is gonna be. It's gonna be. Uh, I guess we're taking January off as well, so oh, it's wow. gonna be February twenty third. March, uh, June. They're all booked up on July. Sundays. I, I talked to Corey about it today, and uh, he said that we he did. wanted to wait until February. So. Yeah, we're gonna do it in July next. Is one. Uh, I'm sure that I'm on the next No Jokes Bard, right, John? Actually, <laughs> uh, I got to talk to you about that. Actually, yeah, you know, uh, you were on the last. You were on the last one, and more. People yeah, there's been a change in schedule. Actually, I mean, you're. I haven't that, posted the lineup yet. Although but I, you're being bumped. No, that, that's fair. I, I was on the last one, uh, but uh, I am going to be on the um, next five and dime show. On the actually, I just wanted to talk to you about that. There was uh, a, a mishap, and was there? Uh, you. Uh, we can't let you do comedy am I, am I anymore. Just, are, are we swapping comedy careers? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't have anything. So <laughs> why have? So we're, yeah, we're we've had enough of fat. We've had enough of fat slobs. Let's bring in the brown guy. <laughs> <laughs> that that is uh, yeah. That is the uh, third world equivalent of being a fat slob. I think being Indian is the... Yeah, I'd, I'd be your king if I was over there. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Like yeah. When, when, guys, when does this come out? I'm just uh, tomorrow, probably. Is. I'll try to put okay. it out tomorrow. Or tonight. S- Saturday, the is the 15th? Is, the, is, is that That's the date? That's the 3rd, yeah. Um, the Hard Times movie shown again at the BMO. Oh, the... Uh, no, uh... The Saturday the 11th. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. Never mind. No Jokes Bards on the 18th. I'm going Bills. to be there on the screen uh, and attending and watching. Yeah, my, me too. Not that. Not in that way. Me also. Uh, <laughs> me as well. I, me as well. No, I too I, will be at the comedy we show. We will have that's a, Chappelle thing. a live rape. At- <laughs> um, that's, that's not me. I never said that. Uh, Are you introducing the I was movie? thinking about it. No. Via a live rape? <laughs> No, no uh, that's he's describing his actual comedy just, set. I'm going to do it like from the audience. <laughs> that's that's what the com- official permission to do it, which yeah. but that's kind of the fun. Is that your hall pass? You just get to. Yeah. That's what the audience feels like. Yeah, <laughs> walking just, out of the show. I just like that extra <laughs> level of non consent. There's yeah. the there's the actual rape, and then there's also that I have not been authorized to perform this as part of the show. I like that John for a while attempted to be like woke, like trying attempted to be like woke comedy. Like I, he tried to do that. For I like that John, in the middle of a rape joke. Yes, like it was very woke. Well. I like that John spent like five minutes trying to convince us that what he, that his rape is okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, I'm doing it with a cannibal corpse t-shirt. <laughs> um, cannibal corpse, Hannibal corpse. What the. That's anyway. the name of the band. Yeah, I don't, Cannibal Corpse. You gotta I, write the first song. I don't have a Cannibal Corpse t-shirt. Uh, you know what I mean. Such, uh, such classics as Hammered Smashed Face. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, uh, Stripped Raped and Strangled. That's a good one. Yeah, Fucked with a Knife. You know, all the hits. That's what... <laughs> I, uh, I've never been a f- big fan of Cannibal Corpse. I prefer the original singer from Cannibal Corpse's next band called Six Feet Under. All right. What was his... Uh, w- what's the guy's name? Giggles McCreepy? Chris Barnes. <laughs> Giggles McCreepy. <laughs> Chris Barnes. <laughs> I think Chris Barnes. I think that's right. Not uh, 100% sure. Something Barnes. Not related to Steve Barnes or anything. 
not that I'm aware of. No. Steve you, from Round the Way. The uh, I remember I remember making fun of the guy that ran Giraffe Cycle back in the day because he was in a band and he he made a big thing about how that guy was his inspiration and Chris Gaines was his god and it was really funny seeing that tiny little boy. Chris like, Gaines, the Garth Brooks the, alter ego. Yeah. Or, or, <laughs> uh, Burns, the the Cannibal Corpse guy. He, no, it he, sounded like, like a... this this tiny <laughs> this tiny little boy that was kind of megalomaniac. I got friends in low places y'all uh was in like a death metal band and it was hilarious seeing this tiny little boy like do like cookie monster death metal screaming what did you have some good lines do you want to no i got nothing i shouldn't even have brought it up (laughs) (laughs) another giraffe cycle bridge burned damn i'm gonna get pissing on the grave of giraffe cycle is it dead now Long dead. Oh, okay, it's a dead. Right. I thought people were still posting on message groups or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, no, I was uh, I was banned from that one by Mary Green. Damn. I've I've since uh, made my peace with it and told her that I forgive her. <laughs> Classic. Did you do that in person or by Instagram? Sorry. Uh, I think uh, you did it with a Snapchat filter on his head like a reindeer. Just like while it's deciding what Simpsons character he is, <laughs> I forgive you. Which who are you? Wonder Woman. Turns out he's a poo. Captain Marvel or all of the Lady Ghostbusters <laughs> all at once. Which me? Are you which Sex in the City character are you? Oh, I am a Ghostbuster. <laughs> no, I am a. <laughs> It, it just goes to the, the face that Sam Beckett, when he looks in the mirror in Quantum Leap. <laughs> <laughs> just every single filter that he tries. <laughs> just, just the face just of a Down syndrome guy. Oh, come on, John. <laughs> I wonder is... which friend's character I am. Oh, no. <laughs> he just ends up corgi from it's a wonderful... What are that... Is that you? Central that? Perk. No, Corky. You know, we're no, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah, Obla D, Obla Da. That was the that was the theme. No, right. well, that was a good joke that I kind of fucking died. All right. So hey, you, you ever hear this this reference that no one? No, did? man, that uh, the that that sitcom, you know, with the kid with the, the downtown down kid. You don't remember, remember that? this show? No. All right. Well, what was that called? It's all up from here. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Corky was his name, but anyway. Uh, it's Corky. I don't. I don't endorse that. <laughs> I don't. That's it's not say Corky. One hundred percent. Show is called not. Down with Corky. <laughs> <laughs> Downs in the dumps. Uh, well, you know, uh, if SNL is listening, please ignore. Downs in the fat man. I mean, <laughs> uh, I don't endorse these kind of views. I mean, I find it. Hey, what are, what are you Deeply corgi, problematic. Like, corgi into other sitcoms like Family Matters. She's like, did I do that? I don't, did I? <laughs> What's on heat? I mean, Cut it out. I. Alba Alba do. One of these days, Alice. One of these days. Bang. <laughs> boom. <laughs> right to the moon. I. <laughs> They're just knocking into each other. They're missing the punches. <laughs> and then I ate her like... Then I ate her like a big bowl of breakfast cereal. <laughs> what if it's Rocky and it's just... It's just the actual Sylvester Stallone? 
<laughs> but he's just missing punches with a dryer and Drago. Just and Rocky. Just. <laughs> yeah. well, but it's just a regular Sylvester Stallone. It's not even a person. <laughs> <laughs> just talking. He's in uh, the ring fighting the side of beef. I just like the idea of just putting Sylvester Stallone in I Am Sam and just tell him to do regular acting. <laughs> Hey, you want to go to <laughs> I sure do like Everyone him. Everyone him like he's... Yeah. Wow. All right. Well, I mean, I'm sure this will get us canceled. I'm sure. Oh, from what? what do we, <laughs> we got nothing. What are they going to cancel us from? Sam is going to cancel us from everything when he listens to this Sam Laidman? Yeah. You think? Sam's Sam. not retarded yet, I don't think. <coughs> no, I just meant that's the only person that's going to hear it. Oh, that's true, too. Yeah. Sam and May. Pro Sam. How many downloads do you get per app? Three. Are oh. those published on the website, or do you hide them like we a We get, coward? like, 30 I, usually or more. I, I, I started hiding them, because I felt like as though it was a little bit of... Michelle's, Michelle's been uh, pimping us out quite a bit. She just did it one episode, man. No, she's been co- consistently doing it. Bring her on, then. I mean, yeah, we maybe bring her on. I don't mind. No, um, my brother's been listening to I just to felt like about, reason. like, the downloads. Like, who needs to know? Like, cares? Like, we're not getting any... <gasps> It doesn't matter. I, I'm sure dwelling I don't know, is probably going to not make I don't worse. pay attention to it, so I don't imagine, I can't imagine, like, making the number of downloads of an episode doesn't, don't affect what whether I would listen to a show or not. Like, I don't pay attention to that, so uh, why would I, I imagine I guess in theory, else if somebody is scrolling through and wants to pick a episode, I don't know, the one with the most downloads might be the better one. I don't think... And at least for... Yeah, I don't think publishing them really affects Let anything. Us know I do look uh, at them, though. Like, if I see a particular episode has good numbers, then I try to... I don't know. In theory, I should probably think about why that one. It's usually just because... The big number ones are because there's a particular guest that's on, and they invite their whole family to listen to it. Let us yeah, know by subscribing to our Patreon. That's right. Uh, um, we don't have a... No, we, we never will. No. 100%. We've, we've had that fight. Yeah. <laughs> Patreon ads, I think it's all sort of really stupid. Ads are especially. You know you know what's less stupid? Butcher box. <laughs> Every month you can get meat in a box. Yeah. Anyway, that was, uh, what's the time on there? It's like an yeah. hour and a half or something. Two hours. Damn, two hour episode? Yeah, Holy double edition. Shit. 2019. Oh Two hours of mediocrity. All right. Did well, we just go for another hour and a half. We We're could basically probably the Irishman. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. That's about it. <laughs>